the clock. Do you know where your freedom is? Focus for maximum picture quality, and please adjust sound for maximum clarity. Yeah, hello, excuse me, thank you, um, some attention please. I've spent a great deal of time getting things ready for the show. No, no, keep going, keep going. I'm kind of curious as to how this works. Turn up the night with Kenny Pig. You know, I think it's going to do very well in the evening hours here. The greatest gift to mankind since Tutti Fruity Ice Cream. A viable and modern source for news and entertainment. Hey, gang, have I got an earful for you today. If you're listening to this, you are the resistance. My mind is aglow with whirling, transient loads of thought, careening through a cosmic vapor of invention. In your heart, you know he's right, 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 right. And now, to the business at hand. We're all in this together. We got a show to do. Well, let's check it out. You can do it! Hey, everybody, it's staycation time again. Welcome to Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick, broadcasting live on IndieMediaWeekly.com worldwide. And, of course, joining me, as always, on the program, the one and only Rain from Four Freedoms blog in Washington, D.C. Hello. Hi, everybody. I just want you all to know I cooked scallops today. Ooh. You know, Susan made me um, watermelon radish, roasted watermelon radish today, which is <gasps> delicious. Ooh, that sounds... So. Okay, we might have to do another food show. Yeah, I know. I know. It was uh, I, I gobbled that sucker up. Um, I just but- I want to put this out there. Like, if you are all within close distance to Aldi's restaurants mm-hmm. or uh, grocery stores, yeah, I'm yeah. sorry, they they sell twelve of those diver scallops mm-hmm. for ten dollars. It's not bad at all. It's incredible. They're frozen. They're frozen, mind mm-hmm. you. Sure. But it's incredible. Like, if you go anyplace else when they're on sale for these same ones, they're $15, $16, $17. Dollars. Sure. Well, oh, all right. Anyway. All right. Very good. Good good uh, uh, food tip there. But, of course, uh, joining us uh, from uh, Scranton, Pennsylvania, Mr. Joe Scrantorsa himself from the Tim Coromel Show and the Clown Car Operator Deluxe. Welcome back to the program, <laughs> sir. Some fishy around here. Uh, scallops. Oh, it's scallops. <laughs> <laughs> so, Alrighty. well, you know, uh, that's actually a good segue into uh, into what I want to talk about, um, and I'm going to try and keep this as brief as possible. But I tomorrow is Granger Danger, and if anybody doesn't remember what Granger Danger is, Granger Danger is where I won the chili competition last year, and I earned the golden toilet trophy. All right. Well, last year I did a venison sweet corn chili that won me this, and, and I needed to, to outdo myself this year and do something completely different, but maintain the integrity of my my base chili recipe, right? So Susan's snickering at me like I'm I'm some kind of chili professional here. So I present to you what I'm going to be making for tomorrow, and this might sound disgusting at first, but you got to hear me out on how I'm going to accomplish this. Fried chicken chili, everyone. That's right. Fried chicken chili. And okay, so now if you were, and I thought to myself, how could I make fried chicken chili? And and you can't just take a bunch of fried chicken and throw it in chili. That's not gonna work. What you need to do is you need to get to the root of what fried chicken is, because you know if you just throw in fried chicken with the breading and everything it's going to get soggy and gross. You know, you don't want that. So I'm, I'm going to make my chili, and usually what I do is I put some cuts of meat in my 
in my base overnight. So after the show tonight, what I'm going to do is I'm going to make my base, which is, uh, I'll, I'll admit it, I use tomato juice to start it with with um you know a bunch of spices it well mostly mostly just that in dried peppers uh ancho juice is good for marinating yeah and so and what i'm gonna do is susan went and got a chicken for me a big chicken and got it butchered all right and to my specifications so basically the skin was removed we actually got extra skin wait for this um and the so so i'm gonna take the skinless legs thighs and wings and put those in the crock pot with the juice overnight with bones and all and then i'll i'll strain it and get all the the bones out and then clean the meat off the bones and put it back in which whatever doesn't fall off you know but i'll make sure there's no gristle or anything in there and then that meat will stay in there and cook through the, the whole time the chicken breast has been reserved and susan started soaking it in buttermilk about five hours ago six hours ago all right. Well done. I'm impressed so far. Okay. So this is where, the, and then then this is what's going to happen. So tomorrow I'm going to finish doing my seasoning and and you know get the chili going with all the basic stuff in it. But then um, I'm going to take all the chicken skin. I got two chickens worth of skin, and I'm going to make something called schmaltz. If anybody doesn't know what schmaltz is, that's rendered chicken fat. Um, it's it's God. kind of a traditional Jewish uh, thing, you know. When you hear people say, "Oh, that's schmaltzy," well, schmaltz is a real thing, and it's um, and basically you take onion and chicken skin and you cook it kind of on a medium heat, and what happens is you get this clear, like golden chicken fat, and then you get little crispy bits of skin and onion at the end, and you scoop those out. And so basically what I've done there is I've made my frying oil for my fried chicken and it's totally full of essence of chicken there. Right. So that all the, all the crispy stuff gets taken out and set aside. So then I cube up or do the best to, you know, best of my ability, the, the chicken breast that's been marinating. And then I roll it in some, uh, cornstarch and on pretty high heat with the schmaltz, I fry the chicken in that. Okay, and then oh, man. and then I take the chicken and you know and towards the end this is all going to be towards the end, you know because then I'll, I'll already have had my beans and my you know peppers and uh, celery and onion and stuff in the in there, and then so I'm gonna kind of you know flash fry that get it nice and caramelized on the outside with the cornstarch make sure it's cooked most of the way through, put that in and then I'm gonna take what's left of the schmaltz. And I'm going to make, um, I'm going to take panko and flour and egg, and I'm basically going to make a savory crumble that is much like fried chicken breading. I'm going to cook that up, get it nice and golden brown. Then I'll mix that with the schmaltz, the 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 little cracklings or whatever, the the chicken crispy chicken skin and onions, and that'll all be mixed together, and that'll be put on the side as a topping. So. I'm dead so yeah, and um, this is not a heart smart recipe, <laughs> mm-hmm. but it's gonna. I, I, I'm I'm pretty confident that it's gonna be pretty good. So basically, I've, what I've done is like a deconstructed fried chicken to put in the chili. But I think that you know cooking, you know, uh, again, if you put corn, if you roll, chi- you know, raw meat in cornstarch and you cook it really high, it really seals in the juices and it will caramelize really nice on the outside. So 
I think that'll have a lot of flavor of fried chicken, especially because I'm cooking it in the schmaltz, which is essentially the fat from the skin that everybody loves so much, you know? So, so that's, that's what I'm going to do. And by the way, I Googled, I, yes, it, uh, actually, uh, we have a, we have a thing for that. You know, when you, when you decide you want to do a Google church, you know what you do, Go right? do a Google church. You're going surfing on the internet. And I did a search for fried chicken chili. Okay. And the only thing I got was like Asian fried chicken in chilies, not an oh. actual, oh. not actual chili with any kind of semblance of fried chicken in it, you know? So this is really original. So this is, this is all Kenny pick and I hope to God it comes out. Okay. But I think I've got the steps down in my head. I came up with this just a couple nights ago, laying in bed, and I, I figured out all the steps, and I was like, all right, I, I think this is it. And I think that, that soaking the, the chicken in the buttermilk for 24 hours will really even help because, you know, the buttermilk is a big part of, you know, a lot of different fried chicken recipes. We'll see. It's a gamble, but I think it'll pay off. Well, sometimes you need to take a gamble. Yeah, yeah the, the, butter, the buttermilk breaks down the, um, breaks down the chicken, makes it more tender. Mm-hmm. Definitely. No. That's it. Sounds really good, Ken. Has the FDA investigated you about this? <laughs> uh, Do we still have an FDA? Yeah. Did they get rid well, of that? Uh, if they hear it's Kenny Pick, they'll come after you. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah because you know what? Wh- what's been said about me, of course, is this. Kenny Pick is a bad, bad, bad man. Yes, that's right. <laughs> yes. So. Yes. So anyway, I just wanted to throw that out there. So yeah, that's that's. Uh, I will. Uh, I'll take pictures of the finished product, uh, but you know, I can't really send samples out. So, <laughs> but uh, I'm really hoping that that wins me the the you know the prize this year. We'll see what happens. Uh, I, I you know and and it, another thing too is I I really got to cut back on the red meat. So this is like you know, the most decadent thing I could think of to do with chicken. You know. So. It sounds decadent, especially with all yeah. that, with all that chicken fat and the schmaltz. The schmaltz. There's gonna be an oil slick on the top of this thing. <laughs> I love the schmaltz. There's gonna be oil. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, I I think once the oil, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna after I fry the chicken, I'm probably gonna you know rest it on a paper towel for a little bit and try and get some of that extra oil off. But you know, there's going to be some natural oils from the uh, the legs and the thighs. Um, oh, n- my not favorite the wings part so much. of the chicken! I can't tell you how much I love to get my face into some legs and thighs. I like wings, legs, and thighs. <laughs> I'm not that big of a fan of the thighs. Um, I'm I'm a big drumstick person, and I love I love yeah. me some wings. But I'm wings. A, I'm a big white meat uh, person. I like chicken breast. Racist. Yep. See, <laughs> uh, Laura Ingram. I'm the same as Laura Ingram. Uh, so I'm a white meat nationalist. Uh, so, yeah, uh, I, didn't vote for, I didn't vote for dark meat. I did not. Jesus. Um, it, was thrust upon it was yes. It was it was a uh, you know. It's it's not the chicken I know and love anymore. Um, no. So. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so let, let's talk about some stories we don't have audio for before we uh, before we start delving into it. <laughs> but everybody, wish me luck. Wish me luck on uh, the uh, 
the chili cook-off. I'm, I'm hoping to take Good home luck, the grand man. prize. They got an all-new trophy go this year. Penny chili cook-off. Go, go, go. Go, got, go, go. Yeah, they got may an all-new all, all trophy. May the trophy. be with you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> so, uh, so anyway, all right, let's go ahead and uh, thank you, Heather. Heather says, sounds very interesting and sounds good. So thank you. It does. Uh, um, I'm with and, Heather. It really does sound good. Yeah, I mean. So basically, it's a chicken, mm-hmm. it's a chicken-based chili. Yes, but, you know, I've had chicken chili in the past where people just, like, cook chicken in with it or start chicken or cook it separate and throw it in. And it's just so underwhelming. Because I really miss having really the richness of like beef in chili, so yeah. I'm gonna try and you know come up with the the richness of fried chicken, and you know infuse it in the chili. We'll see what happens. Yeah, I want to see pictures, and I can't wait. I can't wait to see it. I I can't. You might say this is the baked Alaska of chili. Kinda. <laughs> yeah, okay, let's go with that. Um. But uh, but yeah, so so that we're we're gonna we're gonna and, and I think that crumble topping is really gonna put it over the edge. Oh, I think that's it. You know, that's it. Everything so, with schmaltz is better. Yeah, exactly. That's where all the I mean, the, the last of the schmaltz is gonna be sucked up into all <laughs> those breadcrumbs and flour. So, um, but uh, but yeah. Anyway, uh, let's go ahead and get to some some other stories because uh, I I sent an interesting one you. <laughs> to you guys right before the show uh from russian state tv <laughs> yes yeah so uh this is from uh, brad reed on ross story russian state tv warns trump do what we say if you want support in the elections they're not even trying to hide it at all well their old man said when asked did you want him to win Oh yes, yes, yes. Yeah. So, so yes. um, here's here's the story. It says one of Russia's state TV, uh, state-run TV show, uh, news programs this week expressed displeasure with newly announced sanctions being leveled against the Kremlin, and one guest said that it, uh, it was time to put direct pressure on Trump to get his administration to back off. Julia Davis, who runs the Russian Media Monitor website. Um, by the way, follow her on Twitter, uh, reports via Twitter, uh, that, that news show, dig this, 60 minutes. <laughs> they can't, they don't have a fucking original thought in their head over in Russia. Uh, this week held a panel, the discussion about, uh, uh, Russia, uh, I'm sorry, th- this week held a panel discussion about actions Russia should take to retaliate against the latest round of American sanctions. Vitaly uh, Tretyakov, the dean of the Moscow State University School of Television. (laughs) Sounds sounds like a community college. Moscow State University School of Television. That's insane. They're the government-run university training them to, to, for government-run television. That's great. Argue that the <laughs> Russian government uh, should use whatever leverage it had over Trump to bend uh, the president's will. Uh, he said, let's turn this into a headache for Trump, uh, according to Davis's translation. If you want us to support you in the elections, do what we say. <laughs> he already is. Yeah. So sorry, I didn't mean to take away from the humor no. in this, but he already is doing everything that Russia wants. 
Well, they pi- they're pissed about the sanctions, but those were long overdue. You know, and and that wasn't just Trump. You know, so right. Um, I mean, you know, we we've had a lot of good politicians pushing for those for some time. So I don't know how they think. Uh, you know, it's kind of cute when Russians presume to know how our government works. You know, with you know legislation and whatnot. Considering they uh, seriously, I I can't believe I missed that part of the article earlier. The, the this guy's a professor at what is it? What is it? Moscow's Moscow, um, State, Moscow University State University School of, School of Television. Television. Jesus God. Is, <laughs> is Moscow a state? I thought it was a city. In Moscow, Everything government government run you. Yes, <laughs> right. In Moscow, everything state. But yeah. It does. It sounds. That sounds like you know Trump University. Mm-hmm. Go pricks. Go pricks. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Trump University. Go oh. pricks. You know the problem with the three of us now is that we're starting to think alike. This is true. Right. Actually, <laughs> I, I think I think most of our audience does too. There's nothing wrong with it. There are dozens of us. Dozens. Yeah. At least, yeah, just, a couple. I, I'm really, I'm really stunned. All right, so Vitali Tritskivov thinks that I, I don't That's know, man. That's <laughs> It's Just the fact I, and this is not the story that we're talking about. The fact that you know you've got this this Russian TV outlet saying, "Do what we want." This is not the first time that this has happened. It's Mm-mm. been happening. With uh, you know more and more frequently, mm-hmm. and what I find amazing is that Trump has been doing everything that Putin wants. Putin. And I feel like maybe who? Putin. Putin. Okay. Putin. Okay. Go ahead. Continue. Don't read Putin to me, but <laughs> you know, I just I I I almost I almost feel like. The Russia media now is kind of getting a little burr up their butt saying, well, if Putin gets to tell Trump what to do, maybe mm-hmm. we do too. Well, that's the thing. The The media is the government. And the government is the media for the most part. You know, I mean, it's, it's state run. And, <sighs> you know, I, I mean, so basically, these are all just Putin's advisors and they're doing what he wants them to do. So, so yeah. And uh, and yeah, here we go. Stop spreading lie and false um. news. <laughs> <laughs> so cute. Vesselnitskaya. Uh, yeah. Um. So so yeah. So uh, I know that's not a big shock, but you know, I mean, they, you know, it, that's a first, I suppose. That they're just like, okay, um, yeah, we'll just go on TV and say this now. That's cool. Good job. Um, I think they'll be tweeting it soon. Yeah. I'll just tweet their orders. Yeah. Oh, and uh, so uh, in in, uh, in in stateside news, something else from Ross' story. You guys have been talking about this for a while, and uh, feel free to chime in where you like, but I just uh, popped back over to uh, the Ross story uh, on this. Uh, uh, from Noor Al-Sabai, uh, Man accused of starting deadly California fire makes bizarre court appearance and claims he can easily pay $1 million bond. Well, and that's not the only headline here, is um, 
CBS LA noted that Clark, this this, uh, this guy, his name is, uh, I'm sorry, I forgot, um, Forrest Clark. Forrest Gordon Clark, 51 years old. And CBS LA noted, and again, this is a guy who the, we believe, most people believe, started the, what is it, the Holy, Holy Lake Fire, is that what it's called? Yeah. 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 One of one of the one of the many big fires that are happening in mm-hmm. California. And um he's been linked to the QAnon conspiracy theory as well as other alt-right stories. Uh, I went to his his Facebook page uh today and uh there was all kinds of crazy shit. I mean, just, you know, this guy's insane. And, you know, he, he's, he's one of those weird, you know, always, you know, okay, I'll tell you this, the crazier, I've seen this so much, and unfortunately, when it, from my days of doing the hive dive, and even before that, looking at videos on, on YouTube of, of, like, the hardcore conspiracy theory people, they always use Yahweh instead of God, or, uh, what is it, YW... Oh. YWH, I think, is the abbreviation. Um, but yeah, he put, has all these posts about, you know, it, apparently he had skin cancer or some kind of weird infection. I think he was bit by a snake because there's pictures of him playing with fucking snakes too, like rattlesnakes and shit. Um, mm. And uh, but he, he kept taking these really gory pictures, of like this, this, these infections on his face, and he's like, it'd be like, cancer sucks. Praise Yahweh. You know, but all these all these hard hardcore conspiracy people and the people who are like the end timers, the Pizzagate, uh, the QAnon, they're all like they all use Yahweh, which is really weird. It's really strange. But you know, it's like they they've they've come to this weird, perverted backwards you know branch of of Christianity where every lie is real. And they become dangerous and unstable. And you know, and that, and now we've got a guy who, um, who started a, a horrendous. I mean, this is this kind of crime. I mean, this is worse than any murder out there. If you ask me, this is like murdering a huge portion of the planet. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know. Driving yeah. people from homes, possibly killing people, killing animals, you know. Uh, go ahead. No, something I, I think, I, I know I've said this on the show a number of times. One of the problems to me with the right wing endorsing and not slapping down conspiracy theories is that people like this Forrest, I, I really don't want to call him Forrest Gump, but he seems like a crazy Forrest Gump. Um, they feed into it. Mm-hmm. They they feed into these conspiracy theories because it helps it helps self validate whatever is going on in their heads. This is one of the biggest problems with with people like Alex Jones, and it and, and I swear to God at this point even even the Republican Party they're not slapping down conspiracy theories. No, they're embrace they're embracing them at this point. It's that nuts, and and that kind of crazy. And when I say crazy, I mean like. This is not sensical. That kind of crazy people who have mental health issues, they feed right into it. I mean, it's like it's like lightning it's like moths to a, fl- a you know, a fire or a light bulb. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's 
but but Joe, I mean, it, it really was only a matter of time before something this grotesque and heinous happened from you know one of these newly minted whack jobs that believe on all these these lies. Yeah, I what has this is bad, but I mean, what has me worried is what I think everybody's worried about is when is one of these because they were showing up at these rallies. Mm-hmm. Somebody's gonna hurt a journalist, or, yeah, or kill a journalist. That's what I fear. Well, well y'all, y'all know we have a Unite the Right and, rally happening this weekend. In yeah, exactly. DC. Right, right, right. And, and you know it's gonna get covered, and I'm sure there's gonna be people in Washington uh, who recognize journalists that they see on TV. And I'm telling you, he's gonna have blood on his hands. Well, and that's the thing is because when you go Joe, off, I got to tell you something. He already does. Heather hires, mm-hmm. Heather hires death, which was a year ago. Mm-hmm. I, I'm telling you, I, I know it might not be as direct as many people want it to be, but her death, that's blood on Trump's hands. Oh, he absolutely. Never, he never said anything about this. This rally shouldn't happen. He never said anything to to. Um, you know, disencourage the people from showing up and, in Charlottesville. And I think, year. I think, uh, and I want, I, I'm going to back up a mm-hmm. little bit on what you said there, in because it's, it's, it's more close to home than I'm comfortable with. You know, I mean, you know, it, it that he has blood on his hands. It's not far enough removed from his actions because they, he enabled all these people. He did. And, mm-hmm. and I got to tell you too, the, the, the further off the deep end that these maniacs go with all these lies and and you know the you know just look at what happened with the Pizzagate guy right he went right. loaded for bear ready to slaughter people over a lie because he in his mind thought that was the right thing to do that there was yeah. there was truly some crazy you know and hey if there really was a child sex ring in the basement of a place that if it had a basement even thank you (laughs) you know i mean if if that happened you know what and he went in and he gunned down uh, you know uh every last pedophile and rescued every single child that was in there and it was a clear-cut case i would pat him on the back and say thanks for saving those kids but you know what you probably shouldn't have killed those people but you know, you know, good for you. You're gonna have to pay the price. But you saved those kids. But you know, I'm it, still angry about that Pizzagate thing because that guy never bothered to call the FBI. He no. never bothered to call local authorities. He just decided to show up and be his own vigilante. And that yeah. is the problem with this QAnon movement and every, pretty much everybody who supports Trump. And I say pretty mm-hmm. much because perhaps not everybody because you know we're not supposed to say everybody, mm-hmm. but. I am sick and tired of of these supporters from QAnon to the alt-righters to all of them who think that they're the ones that get to determine how law and justice is supposed to be done in this country. Yeah, and and I, I want to say one last thing about this, too, is one of the big problems is is these maniacs out there um, they that are turning violent and destroying our, our you know, uh, Part, huge swaths of America and you know with arson here here's a huge problem is these people view reality as some kind of right-wing centric action movie to where there is you know they they, yes. they believe 
you know, they're, they're like, they, they think they're in Death Wish. They think they're in Dirty Harry. They think they're in Rambo. You know, they, they're, they're in this, they believe they're in this per, perverted white male fantasy world where there are these big, crazy conspiracies and, you know, um, the, uh, they're Nicolas Cage and they're going to find aliens under the White House or whatever, you know. <laughs> I mean, or, or bees. Or Red Dawn or, uh, you know. Just, yeah. Yeah, that's kind of what I was getting at. The fact that they think they can do whatever they want without without taking advantage of yeah and, and i say taking uh, advantage in a good way of our law enforcement in this united states yeah and they th- they think they'll be you know at the end they're gonna you know go in they're gonna break up the 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 ring or they'll expose the bad guy kill the bad guys whatever and walk off happily ever after into the fucking sunset guess what all of your perverted fantasies aren't real and if you go out and you start gunning people down, you will either be killed or be arrested. If you're white, you'll probably be arrested. Um, yeah. So, but that's another. That's a whole other ball of wax right there. Uh, but anyway, yeah. So, uh, fuck you, you arsonist freak, and you know you QAnon assholes out there should be real fucking proud of yourselves. This is your goddamn legacy, you scumbags. Um, but uh, anyway. In the spirit of the chili cook-off tomorrow, I loaded up home cooking by Bobber. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, but we got, we got to get to the break. We're gonna uh, get to some audio and some other news when we come back. Uh, and of course, Bobber will be joining us in hour two of the program tonight. We'll be right back with lots more. Turn up the night right after this. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Occasionally, I get a jerk like you here, so thank you. KennyPick.com.
I'm Tim Cormall, host of The Tim Cormall Show. And I'm Joe Santos, a co-host and head mechanic of The Clown Car Garage. Each week, our guests join a roundtable discussion of the political news of the week and peek into the GOP circus tent. And of course, no circus is complete without clowns. And each week, I inspect the clown car to see what obnoxious fumes they have been spreading all around the country. So join us each week. Admission is free, but just one word of caution. If you see the GOP clown car, get out of the way. They're terrible drivers. Hey, Joe, what was that? Uh, I think we just lost another clown car. Tune in for the Tim Coromall Show on Indie Media Weekly Radio. Mondays and Wednesdays at 8.30 a.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly Radio. IndieMediaWeekly.com. Extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower. Indie Media Weekly Radio is proud to bring you the Thomas Jefferson Hour, a radio program that models civil discourse, critical thinking, and good citizenship. Join nationally acclaimed humanity scholar and award-winning first-person interpreter of Thomas Jefferson, Clay Jenkinson, for the Thomas Jefferson Hour, Tuesdays at 10 a.m., Sundays at 4 p.m. The Thomas Jefferson Hour on Indie Media Weekly Radio. Visit them at jeffersonhour.com. Hey, this is Brad Friedman from bradblog.com and the Bradcast, heard right here on Indie Media Weekly. Thanks for supporting truly independent media, right here on Indie Media Weekly. Get ready for the fastest two hours in radio. Listen to Paul's Memory Bank live every Monday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly. Your DJ, Paul, will serve up a mix of classic rock, pop, and novelty music all tied together with a weekly theme. That's Paul's Memory Bank, every Monday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern, exclusively on Indie Media Weekly. Extraterrestrial Radio, all the power without the tower. This is Stephanie Miller. You're listening to Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Great Scott, what is that? It's really weird, but it's also the coolest fucking thing I've ever heard in my whole life. It's terrible, by the way, totally overproduced. The first known instance of a man who was killed because he had lousy ratings. Oh my God, they've killed Kenny, you bastard! What a worth, it's showtime! It certainly is showtime, and welcome back to it. A couple notes real quick. I uh, just want to, now that we have more people on the show, I didn't want to say it right at the top of the show, Monday's the day that I'm going to talk to those dirty bastards over at Skype and try and get things figured out for our phone number um, because uh, uh, the, I'm on staycation, A, and B, they're going to start demolishing our garage, uh, <laughs> uh, which is exciting. Uh, they were supposed to start uh, in July, but okay, they're starting, so hopefully the garage will be done by the end of this month. They have three weeks from demolition to end of construction. This was supposed to be the week I was enjoying the new garage, but they never, yeah, so ass wipes. Uh, but anyway, they're, they're building it, and it's going to happen. And also, um, uh, some exciting uh, news for Staycation is um, I've been coming up with some fun ideas for uh, trying to to uh, freshen up, uh, rejuvenate uh, Indie Media Weekly, you know, with some new promos and stuff like that. And Adam and I are going to do some brainstorming. And I'm also uh, hopefully going to be talking to talking to Mistress Clarissa soon about 
getting her podcast up and running because we want to have a she's going to do a short form show i can tell everybody right now she has a name put, picked out for it it's called adulting um uh awesome. so uh you know I, i'm hoping it gets off the ground you know it, it you know she's busy uh i'm busy but you know uh we might be ta- discussing that uh this sunday evening after i get all the crap i need to do before they come on monday to start tearing down the garage um but yeah so monday morning afternoon i'm gonna try and get things worked out with skype uh, but yeah, so so I've got to, I've just got to, I just want to do some fun wacky shit on the network, get rid of some of these old crusty promos, make some new fun ones, wacky ones, um, you know, and uh, and of course I'll be uh, trying to to reach out to everybody else on all the different shows and see if we can get some fresh recordings of stuff. We'll see what happens. I think it could be fun, um, and uh, and yeah, and. Um, uh, but of course, uh, moving on. Uh, welcome back, Joe Santorsis, Grant, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Hello. I'm excited. We're going to be doing our new promo live at the Santorsis Studio, September 9th, I think. Ooh. With with uh, Tim Coromall present. Live. 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 Set a give. Said again, <laughs> uh, but yeah, you should. You really should do it live. I mean, that would be do it live. Yeah. So okay, fine, fine. <laughs> uh, but no, that's exciting. And uh, and of course, welcome back to Rain from Four Freedoms in Washington D.C. Hello to you. Hello, and as I told Ken and Joe's gonna, we're, we're gonna be in and out, mostly out for. A good couple of weeks. Well, well yeah, and I, I should actually make the programming note about this too. This is exciting too. Um, uh, we're all taking off the last week of uh, this month on Turn Up the Night, and the Mike Check Radio crew is going to do the show in our stead. So, nice. so Adam, Miles, Michelle, maybe John, and hopefully Cat. Um, I know it's all very new cats that so don't feel like you were left out. This literally was just kind of planned in the last 24 hours. So, and Adam's still working on securing some, you know, evenings off to be able to do the show. So, because that, that week, the last week, um, Rain and Bob are going on vacation. Uh, our garage should be in the final stages of completion. So I'm going to need to start moving things into it. And uh, I'm going to need extra time. And, you know, I can, uh, I'm going to, you know, before it starts getting nasty. And, of course, you know, um, uh, you know, we have our family reunion in Columbus coming up soon, too. So I want to make sure that, you know, uh, I, I, um, I'm using my time wisely so I can free up weekends for other things. And then, Joe, you said you've got, uh, it's the, the end of the season for... A the sports. Scranton Wilkes-Barre Ware Rail Riders. Woo! Yes, yes, it's so. the last last week. So that gives me an opportunity to use my season tickets and have uh, some sports ball at the yeah. end of the month. Sports ball. Sports yeah. ball. Everybody loves sports. I mean, you know, except me. Except for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, this is true. This is true. And they just kid you. I know. I know. I can't find my sports. Where'd the sports jingle go? That ain't fair. 
Um, I'll just mess around the with. The thing is, is that yeah. be, between the move and everything else is going on, Bob and I are going to be intermittent for probably you know after the sixteenth mm-hmm. for the next month. Am I right? I think I'm. I think I'm right. Yeah, yeah, because well, you know, you're moving into the new house and everything, so yeah, it's gonna, yeah. You, you know, you, you guys will be here when you can, and that's fine. I, I totally understand, and and I told uh, the Mike Check Radio crew and other people that we'll be, and Susan, of course, so we'll we'll all be uh, hitting them up to uh, to sub for you guys. So, I love Sue. She's going to do great filling in. Oh, she's awesome. She's awesome. So, um, and you know, and we'll probably take the opportunity to do some um, to do some uh, stress relieving shows as well, and maybe cool cooling on the politics for a couple shows. Um, you know, uh, leading into the midterms because the midterms is going to be it, it, it's it's going to be crazy. We're not going to be able to avoid talking about politics going to the midterms, so we might as well get some fun fun stuff uh under our belts before then right yes so. it's gonna be intense as they say down mm-hmm. south yes intense it's gonna be like you know a boy scout retreat intense um intense. so <laughs> intense <laughs> get it boy scout retreat intense Tense. That was good. That was uh, good. I got oh, it. I see I got what that. you did there. Yes. Like, pup I tense. was slow to the uptake there. <laughs> so uh, anyway, um, yeah. So uh, let's go ahead and get to some audio here. Uh, we got a fair amount of audio, not a ton. Um, but this is this this clip is going to kind of set the stage for just about the rest of the night. Laura Ingram, everyone, isn't she nice? No. Oh, she's she she's a she's a joy. She's a pleasure. I hate her. Okay, I, I okay. Joe, I Joe always her. takes it to that place. <laughs> I don't hate her. I don't know her. I deeply despise her. I oh, find I hate her. Nauseating. I, I know I hate her type. Yeah, I, I, I find her disgusting. She's evil. I find her. De- I think she's, she's, she's. I think she's a Nazi. She yeah. And if you're a she Nazi, deserves. you're evil. <clears throat> She deserves an invasion of crabs in a bad place. Well, she did sleep with Dinesh D'Souza, so... <laughs> did she <laughs> really? Oh, yeah. Oh, no, uh, she did it. Oh, yeah. Ooh, oh, yeah. I mean, she. I mean, what a fucking step down from Keith Olbermann, that hunk Are of man meat, kidding? down to Wait. fucking shriveled up piece of garbage, uh, uh, Dinesh Are you D'Souza. You said she slept with Keith Olbermann too. Yeah. Does Keith oh. Olbermann was that before oh. or after Keith? I I don't know the time frame. I think it was the early two thousands, late nineties, maybe. Yeah. Are you kidding me? No, like this, it was in that Colbert interview. Is, it was in that Colbert have, interview. Did they have sex? Way, Jesus, this is more disturbing than what well, I found out that. Bill Maher slept with Ann Coulter. Yeah. Keith Olbermann slept with Laura yes. Ingram. Yes. I have a question. Did and they have sex? Dinesh, did, well, well here, here's did, the thing. Here's the thing. You know Keith Olbermann. Did he use a condom? Did he get chlamydia? Uh, um, uh, I don't know. Um, I, I, I have no idea. I don't want to think about what happened there. But I will say this. We have to assume that Keith Olbermann, oh, being, okay. a, being a liberal, is a sexual deviant. And we have to believe that uh, Laura Ingram, as a single white Christian conservative woman, is a virgin. 
So what do you think is true? <laughs> I I really think there was some penicillin involved. Denish uh, D'Souza. Yeah. Denish D'Souza I slept Dinesh, with... I thought he was a virgin. Laura Ingram. Yeah, I'm telling you what. Go do Don't a, do a Google search. You're going surfing oh. on the internet. Seriously, look this shit up. It's true. Um, yeah, I mean, Colbert... I don't have it in the Colbert audio that I got from 2010, but he he ribbed her about that in um in that interview. He totally uh, Did it, you, I missed that part. Of course, yeah. since it was with Denish Denish D'Souza, she must have faked orgasm. I. <laughs> All right, you know what? If this if this gets out, you do know that the right wing is going to be like she can't be a racist because she slept with Denish D'Souza. And he's a brown person. And a racist. And a racist. Well, I guess, you know, well, racism. Well, uh, okay. I know this that's, is all, this is uniter. shocking. This is all shocking news to you, a new new development here. But we gotta, yes. we gotta, I gotta get to the Ingram clip. Because this is important. This is wow. 32 seconds of sheer, unadulterated, uh, white nationalist. Thinking about penises, but go ahead. Don't say many- penis in this house! How many penises does Denise D'Souza have? <laughs> Don't say penis in this house! <laughs> well, some might argue he has two, um, because one is currently in his mouth with the release of that Trump-worshipping movie. Um, that's a foot. <laughs> so, well, yeah. I'm saying it's he an might... uncircumcised foot, but... Continue so, on. Anyway, all right. Lauren Ingram said this on her show the other day. This is important uh, because this is straight up white nationalist, white genocide rhetoric. I, and I say white genocide, quote unquote, because there's the white genocide movement who are saying that white culture is threatened by immigration, legal and illegal. And this is what Ingram said on her show the other day. In some parts of the country, it does seem like the America that we know and love doesn't exist anymore. Massive demographic changes have been foisted upon the American people. And they're changes that none of us ever voted for and most of us don't like. From Virginia to California, we see stark examples of how radically, in some ways, the country has changed. Now, much of this is related to both illegal and, in some cases, legal immigration that, of course, progressives love. Yeah, we do, asshole. Actually, yeah, I do. Yeah, and so she I said... all Americans loved legal immigration. I thought that's what America was. Yeah. Oh, the melting pot? Well, well here, here let's, yeah. let's break down what she said, though. She said, in you know, in many parts of this country, we no longer recognize the, the, this country as you know the country we know and love. So what she's saying is, parts of this country or this country in general, conservatives hate it because they don't understand it because they're so insulated in their white nationalist bubble that they're terrified of becoming a minority in this country, which has been a, a theme. I mean, Pat, this is Pat Buchanan territory all the fucking way. Oh, yeah. I mean, he was yeah. banging this drum decades ago. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. Is he dead? Did he die? Please say mm, yes. No. <laughs> um, but, uh, but, yeah, so... 
so so that is is really important that's a huge you know because we apparently are the ones who hate america we're always being told by conservatives and trump cultists you hate america get out you hate america get out no no we can criticize the president we can criticize policies it's just like all the dipshits who say we hate israel because we hate net netanyahu you know yes i mean you know uh, it's it's such a simplistic worldview and, and but for her to come just outright i mean even worse i i think maybe than tucker carlson who's been the biggest white nationalist on on you know now i think he's probably said worse but it, she just put herself in the same league as tucker carlson i mean she said really rotten offensive ugly racist things before which actually i have a clip of from 2010 when stephen colbert was interviewing her about her book called the obama diaries where she wrote fictionalized accounts uh from joe biden michelle obama and and president barack obama she wrote fictionalized accounts and colbert took her to task in 2010 eight years ago and uh slammed her in one of the most brilliant ways possible about some ugly racist content in the book. So this shouldn't be any surprise if anybody remembers this. So here, here it is from 2010. He went from basically being a community leafleter to a few short stints in the state, state Senate and the U.S. Senate to running the biggest economy in the world. You don't get there because you're dumb. I never be, I never think he was dumb or would well, say Well, I that. don't know. But I've read a fair amount of this branding. book, and i got to tell you, <laughs> I've read a fair amount of this book, and I know he's not supposed to be a dumb you know, guy. No, he's, he's got a great smart. order. He's hilarious. But this writing is terrible. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it is the most... Yeah. It is the most banal turns of phrase, the most... Like, listen to what he says about his wife. Uh, Obama writes about Michelle's daily food intake. He says that uh, Michelle's uh, uh, lunch was baby back ribs, afternoon snack, more ribs, bedtime snack, the last three ribs. Yeah, (laughs) I thought it was supposed to be a post-racial America. Obama is making the most hideous, hackneyed racial stereotypes in here. shocking by the book by the book just to find out what this guy thinks like when, when you when you called me ichabod cranes what a widow banshee the ichabod night, cranes banshee would i think banshee is racially that is that could be i mean that is very controversial a banshee a banshee yeah i think native american you fucking idiot huh. banshees are scottish you moron not native american god she's i mean ugh. Further proof. Uh, Oh, calling me a banshee is racially offensive because Native Americans would. Native Americans didn't have banshees, you fool. They're they're Scottish. (laughs) I'm kind of shocked that in 2010, she went on his show and expected him to just be regular Stephen Colbert as opposed to conservative pundit Stephen Colbert. Mm -hmm. Think about that for a minute. I mean, she. Sometimes there are no words. She really, really thought that Stephen Colbert, the conservative Colbert from the Colbert Report, was an honest broker. Well, that's the thing. She was trying to play at Colbert's game at the time of being a. She was trying to be in her writing. Uh, uh, you know, uh, a parody or satire of our 
Democratic president. She was yeah. trying to to write in 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 come from a perspective of Democrats, and she failed because her own racist tendencies came through in the writing. Oh, you give her far more credit than me. She's a racist, racist woman. Oh no, okay. I, I'm sorry. I, racist tendencies, you know, whatever. Her racism came through in the writing. When she yeah, tried, she tried. How Obama she ate projected, a bunch of ribs. Yeah, yeah. She it, Michelle Obama. She basically, uh, she 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 shamed her with a, a, a racist stereotype about you know black people just eating ribs, and also shamed Michelle Obama. Uh, I got from that that she was calling her fat, too. Mm. You know because she, oh Obama was sad because she ate all the ribs. President Obama was sad because she ate all the ribs. So this is not new. I mean she's been in this mindset for a very long time, Joe. I'm just wondering where the Tartan tribe came from. Yeah, were really. They in Arizona? Jesus Christ. South Dakota? Uh, I think they were from um, Boise. <laughs> Boise. <laughs> they were the boys from Boise. Yeah, the Boise boys. They were the ones with the Tartan feathers. Yeah. Tartan <laughs> yeah. feathers? <laughs> Don't get Tartan feathered, guys. Tartan feathers, guys. Uh, yeah. So, uh, they were the only ones that were yeah, but Laura the, Ingram is she's a white nationalist, absolutely, white absolutely. Yeah, sure. But listen to this bullshit backpedal she did after she, you know, uh, and we'll hear it later from Van Jones. It's like, you know, she said she basically, you know, used the dog whistle before, but now she's using the bullhorn and she's trying to take it back. Because listen to this. Uh, you can't take it back what you said. You said, I don't love this country because there are too many immigrants coming in. It's not the America I knew and loved. I didn't vote for these immigrants, legal or illegal. And I hate this. I hate this. This is not America. I want more white people. I, you know, If you want to take it back to the 1950s, Ingram, then you better get married. You better get married. You better stay home and and provide for your husband. And you know because right now we have a woman who who dates and assuming assuming is possibly promiscuous from dating you know hedonistic liberals and uh, obvious felons like Dinesh D'Souza. Um, you know, I mean, oh, she's that's at- not obvious. He went to jail for uh, a felony. He no, is I'm sorry. A felon. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, convicted felons. Uh, I'm sorry. Obvious was the wrong word. But you know. Uh, but, but yeah. So she's dating liberals. Felons has uh, children out of wedlock. She adopted them. I'll give them give her credit from Russia. Um, won't get into that. Uh, well, I don't care where you get your kids from. They were white. They she were white. White kids. Yeah. White we can kids. Say that. We can and say that. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And and now she says, oh well, you know what. I'm not racist. I want to start tonight by addressing my commentary at the top of last night's show. A message to those who are distorting my views, including all white nationalists and especially one racist freak whose name I will not even mention. Do it. You do not have my support. Tucker? You don't represent my views. Uh And you are Uh antithetical to the beliefs I hold dear. The purpose of last night's angle was to point out that the rule of law, meaning secure borders, is something that used to bind our country together. 
And despite what some may be contending, I'm really not. She, no, no, this is bullshit because she said legal immigration, too. Which yeah, that's, progressives that's love. I'm sorry about which that. Which progressives love. Oh, I didn't hear you, but yeah, it, you know, I've. It's, but it's we're, not we're true. All, what she just no. said was not true. It's a lie. <laughs> it's a lie. We heard what she said, and we'll play it again tonight because it's only 30 seconds. There's so much information of her worldview in 30 seconds. All the backpedaling in the world isn't going to work, but we'll let her try. Made explicitly clear mm. that my commentary had nothing to do with race or ethnicity. It did. But rather a shared goal. All of keeping it. America safe and her citizens and safe pure and prosperous and white. Furthermore, as I have said repeatedly on this show, merit-based immigration does wonders for our country's economy, yeah. our way of life, oh. mm -hmm. like Melania's parents. Country. I even Thank said you. that in my opening thoughts last night. Mm -hmm. I want to make it really clear that my concern will continue to remain with the families who have suffered the tragic results of illegal immigration. The children put in dangerous and unfair situations at the border and all oh. those border agents around the country who work to keep our country safe. Uh, God damn it. Yeah. The children uh, are put in danger at the border? Okay, I, I want to ask, what's the, the, what's the merit-based immigration that uh, your kids from Russia have? I have? Could I put my hand up? Yeah. Sure, sure. Would that be white? It would be Melania's yeah. parents, Joe. It would be white. Yeah. It would be, you merit immigration if you're from a white country. Mm. Am I right? Yeah. yeah. That's the merit. Yeah. No, seriously, Joe is totally right about this. We, oh, I agree. You know, I agree. We didn't do the research on this, but Melania's parents just got citizenship. That's fucking changed migration. That's merit based, yeah. based on the fact that you have a family here. Actually, chained migration is what well, happened to, to the African Americans. That's true. Well, yeah, that's that. True. Well, yeah. I mean, and that's why everybody is. You know, there are a lot of people who are really offended by the idea of it. You know, that term. It's ugly. Um, but yeah, well, I mean, chain so, migration is how I'm here. Um, I mean, yeah. my grandfather came here without my grandmother. <laughs> you know, mm. and they brought in their their spouses and they brought in their their brothers and their sisters one at a yeah. time that's, as they became citizens I, I swear to god joe that's how i'm here my, that's how we're all here that's how my great-grandparents came in and well, then they brought their kids i'm in just saying that i'm i'm not saying that it's a the 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 idea of chain migration is bad i'm just saying the terminology a lot of people take offense oh, yeah. to it yeah you know, i understood so. what you were saying but what but, i, I, I but, but right. it's it's it we need to point this out. We really do need to point this out. Most of us are here because of chained migration. And the guy who is living in the White House right now is saying that this has to go. His family and benefited yes, from it and he's saying it has mm -hmm. to go. It wasn't just his family, it was his in laws, it was his wife's parents. Yeah, that's pretty direct family. This is this is this is a problem to me. <laughs> it's a huge well, problem. Yeah, yeah, it's a huge, huge problem because everybody at some point is here because of chain migration. The pilgrims yeah. were here from chain migration. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Well, I mean, I, I, chain, that's yeah. how you do it. That's how yeah. you build a country. 
from That's not pretty much understood how it's been forever in this nation. The only yeah. ones that aren't here from chain migration are Native Americans. True, and true. people who have the HB one visas and well, and and African Americans too, because yeah. you well, know yeah. they, they were brought here. Uh, uh, you know their ancestors were brought here against their will. I mean, in in stripped from their families, kind of like right. what you know Trump is trying to do. So, uh, but anyway, uh, I don't want to make comparisons also, to different Ingram. different yeah yeah fuck Laura Ingram we're gonna no, c- continue really to talk about it but we got to go to the break we got to go to the break we got to get Bob I just on. wanted to say that so yeah so I was I was thinking about playing the the hey Trump fuck you for Ingram uh, but uh you know anyway we'll play we'll play fuck you uh in hour three so anyway we got to run to the break we'll be right back and get bobber on and continue this conversation so don't nobody go nowhere we'll be right back with more turn up the night turn up the night with kenny pick boy that's that's getting to be a pain in the ass isn't it what what kind of radio station is this kennypick.com this is metal aficionado kenny pick every weekday from 5 to 7 p.m eastern it's gods and monsters gods of metal and monsters of rock right here on indie media weekly Brace yourselves for two big hours of hard rock and heavy metal, selected from my own personal music vault. You'll hear classics from the extended family trees of Black Sabbath, Deep Purple, and Kiss, heavy metal standards like Judas Priest, Iron Maiden, and Dio. You'll get a heapin' helpin' of power metal, speed metal, thrash, melodic, glam, you name it, it's here. Except death metal and new metal. I do not like that stuff. You'll hear guitar virtuosos and shredders from the Leviathan and Shrapnel Records catalogs. Rare gems from the new wave of British heavy metal, some guilty pleasures in the form of 80s hair metal, and rock and metal from around the globe. Gods and Monsters. Every weekday from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly. And now, on with the show. I'm not that damn smart. Focus for maximum picture quality, and please adjust sound for maximum clarity. Yeah, hello, excuse me, thank you, um, some attention please. I've spent a great deal of time getting things ready for the show. No, no, keep going, keep going. I'm kind of curious as to how this works. Turn up the night with Kenny Pig. You know, I think it's going to do very well in the evening hours here. The greatest gift to mankind since Tutti Fruity ice cream. A viable and modern source for news and entertainment. Hey, gang, have I got an earful for you today. If you're listening to this, you are the resistance. My mind is aglow with whirling transient loads of thought careening through a cosmic vapor of invention. In your heart, you know he's right, 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 right. And now, to the business at hand. We're all in this together. We got a show to do. Well, let's check it out. You can do it! And welcome back to the weekend edition, the staycation edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pig, broadcasting live on IndieMediaWeekly.com worldwide. And, of course, joining me, as always, on the program, Mr. Joe Santorsa, Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Hi. Hi there. How are you? Hello. <laughs> I'm, I'm just fine. Excellent. Thanks for asking. Uh, and, of course, <laughs> Rain from Four Freedoms blog in Washington, D.C. Welcome back to the program. Rain, are you there? Are you still fiddling with the the Skype mute? Anyway, I think Bobber is here. Bobber can let us know what's going on. Bobber uh, from Four Four Freedoms blog, Der Braumeister, I believe, is with us on the program. Uh, Are you there? Oh. Okay, I think we're all alone. Uh, I was going to play this. (laughs) 
And uh, anyway, <laughs> I, I, I do see one. I don't see the other. Yeah. What? So. What? Uh, oh, there she is. Hey, Rain. There you are. Welcome back. Wait, I was here. Well, I we didn't hear you. Oh. Oh. Okay. I wasn't here. Here. Oh. I'm here. Oh well, there you are. Welcome back. Let's bring Bob on. Yeah, well, he should be there now. It said that he just joined. So, Bobber, are you there with us? <laughs> Der Braumeister. I'm here. Excellent. <laughs> okay. There you go. So, uh, all right. Well, uh, Bob, how you been? What's what, uh, you, you feeling good about uh, the uh, vacation and the move and all that jazz? Um, yeah, yeah, I feel great. I mean, I feel great about the vacation for sure. Um, yeah, you know, the, move, I'm, I'm, <laughs> the move part that's you know, we've got a lot of stuff packed, but I, I, I'm yeah. sure you know, it's, it's closer and closer. To be oh, shit, we haven't packed this yet. Mm, yeah, know, one of those things. Well, maybe you, you really can't pack everything because you have to use stuff, you know. Yes, yes, so exactly. It's like mm-hmm. We're packing incrementally as we pack, get closer. Yeah, you know? pack everything you can't fit in your car. Do you guys have one car or two cars? We just have one. the one one truck. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. So, so yeah. Well, it's, it's going to get to a point where we're just camping. Yeah, yeah. That'll in mm-hmm. you know that'll uh, will it be intense? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Oh, you pulled uh, that one again, did you? Yeah, I did. I did. <laughs> you know, camping yep. is intense. I, this night, I hate packing things. There's two. There's two sides of it. Like you pack okay. things, and you're like, "Yes, taking this. Mm-hmm. No, this has got to go." And then there's those things. Like, well, I'm not sure about this. You know what I really like, and I I, I do this when I when I store things too. So I'm always surprised because you know we have a lot of stuff and we like to redecorate rooms and stuff like that. Is what I really like to do is put. A lot of items that are are, are are like items when it comes to like decor or um, you know more utilitarian stuff that you know my, so it, it was mostly decor but I, I put things you know it doesn't necessarily have to all be like you know a set of china or something like that but you know uh, you know knickknacks bric-a-brac you know uh, glassware you know patty uh, wax pottery patty wax <laughs> <laughs> um, <Nice>. Brick a brick, <laughs> yeah. Um, keys, uh, uh, novelty items. <laughs> you know, and, and you know, and put those, you know, put those nicely in a box and put, you know, uh, a little label on it that's a little mysterious. And then you put it away, and then you take it out, and you're like, oh yeah, this has all that good stuff in it. And then yeah. you know, yeah. You know, and, and, you know, so, so it's kind of fun because in, 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 if you do that with things from other rooms, like if you've got some ceramic stuff in one room and some ceramic stuff in another room and you wrap it all nice in bubble wrap or newspaper or whatever you got, put it in a box or a storage container and then, you know, put decor on it, <laughs> you know, and then, <laughs> and then once you get it, it then once you start unpacking it, and, and, you, and again, you've taken things from other rooms and everything. You, once you get into the new place, you're like, ooh, well, this was always in that room at the old place. How about this room in this place, you know? So uh, so I think it's kind of fun. It's, it's kind of fun to rediscover your stuff, you know? 
in a new setting. Yeah, new I setting. rediscovered my old tampons that I can't use anymore. <laughs> donate if if they're still sealed, you could donate them to a charity. No, no, I'm not gonna. You're right. You know what? You're right, but no, they went away. I will buy new tampons. And oh yeah, them. yeah, that's fine. Um, menopause. So, men. When I was a kid, I thought menopause was just like men taking a pause. So. <laughs> Is is that is that like, intense? Like man, like man at arms, menopause. Like they're just men, men who just take a pause from time to time, just out of respect of something. We are That's men intense. or pause. <laughs> Bob can literally back me up on this. I said to him, "You can use them. They might be lovely for absorbing. You know, when you're cleaning stuff, you bullet can just wound. Use them." Like cleaning the grout. Yes, there you I go. said use them for cleaning the grout. Hey, that's not a bad idea. I wouldn't be ashamed of that. Hell yeah. <clears throat> so, you could also use them to polish your car. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> a little bit at a time. <laughs> <laughs> well, not if not if they're like the super absorbent ones. Sure. Yeah, those suckers get big. Anyway, I cannot be okay. I'm telling you. So there's a DIY for tampons that you don't need to use, people. Don't well, say that this show doesn't give you life hacks. Yeah, that was a that was a cool story. It's the coolest fucking story I've ever heard in my entire life. That's insane. Is it, <laughs> can I hear it again? Do you have time? <laughs> you know what else? Too, I if could. shoulder pads ever come back. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh Did anybody ever see the the episode of the Young Ones where uh, Rick got into a party? They had a party, and in he got into a, one of the party goers' purses, a woman's purse. He was like, "Oh, you oh. brought me a present! Oh, look, it's a little mouse in a telescope!" Oh dear, oh, God! <laughs> and he was using the tampon and bouncing it around on the the girl's shoulder, saying, "Oh, look, it's a little mousey, little mouse." <laughs> you know, I forget exactly how that was. That was a pretty funny episode. <laughs> in a telescope. So, uh, but anyway, uh, welcome back to the show, everybody. Ta-da! Uh, so. Now, now, uh, Bobber, um, I'm sure you probably already heard it, but I, I'm, I'm gonna because we're gonna be talking about this more, much more tonight. Um, uh, the Laura Ingram, the 30 seconds of white nationalism. Uh, she, she did. Did you hear that already, Bobber? Um, uh, why you mean the, the, from the first segment of the show? Nah, or, or well, like last days ago. Yeah, well, yeah, a couple days ago. So, uh, but um, anyway, I heard. I, I heard some of it. Um, I had to take a break from the show to take a shower. I'm, I'm getting up extra early tomorrow. Oh, and uh, so were you, were, you, were you itchy? <laughs> no, <I'm laughs> no, just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. You know what's so. good for that, Bobber? What? Tampons. No, bubble mm. genius. <laughs> yeah, but you. So. Yeah, you know what? You can use bubble genius and just rub the tampon in it, and Bob will not be itchy. See? That's right. It's like uh, uh, what do they call those things? Uh, loofahs. You know, if you have if you have big Loof. ears, you know what? If you you could use a tampon in lieu of a Q-tip, you'd have to have really big ears. <laughs> uh, anyway, this is what Laura Ingram said. 
Here we go. In some parts of the country, it does seem like the America that we know and love doesn't exist anymore. Massive demographic changes have been foisted upon the American people. And they're changes that none of us ever voted for and most of us don't like. From Virginia to California, we see stark examples of how radically, in some ways, the country has changed. Now, much of this is related to both illegal and, in some cases, legal immigration that, of course, progressives love. All right. So there's one thing in there that um, we didn't mention in the last segment is that she said most Americans don't like this. Really? Where's she getting her numbers from that most Americans are against even legal immigration? She made that up? In demographic changes. <laughs> well, so she pulled I'm it out of her ass. Go. I think, yeah. So the Americans, idea came Americans, from where? I just pulled it out of my ass, sir. Just put it back in there because it sucks. Mm, yeah, put it. <laughs> she, she actually forgot to say one word. And it was What's most that? white Americans. White. Yeah, yes, white. you're right. You're right. Um, so, so yeah, so Bob, that, that screed there, she basically said, most Americans, we don't understand this, this country anymore. Well, and she's saying people like her, people like her don't, uh, white conservatives, fake Christians, they don't understand this country anymore and they don't love it anymore because of illegal and legal migrant immigration. She said they don't recognize the country anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Which is, um... Well, you know, I, I still recognize my country. It's pretty much the same. It's it's full of people that came from all over the world looking for, you know, a better light, better life. You know, mm -hmm. they saw the Statue of Liberty and thought that we meant it, like those pilgrims. Yeah. <clears throat> yep. Well, and, and you know, I like mean, my, like my ancestors, your ancestors, everybody's ancestors. You know. You know that. Yeah. People used to used to not consider some like some some white people white, like um, you know Italians or. Um, Germans? Well, Germans have always been extremely white. Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. Uh, okay, fair enough. I mean, but yes, yeah, in, in the past, okay. <laughs> I mean, fair enough that in the past it wasn't always about race. It might have been about nationality. Vice. Might might have been a religion, you know. Yeah. But um, and the, for these people, it's race. Yeah, and you know what? Yeah. what to me, you know, of course, oh, we don't recognize this country anymore. Well, oh, did you lose your map? Do you not? Have you seen if the street signs all been turned into? Uh, uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, that's another another uh, story. Dad posted something about this. Are, are you worried about the um, uh, Arabic numerals you've been seeing everywhere? <laughs> God. Uh, you know, oh. You know, the street signs haven't changed. The borders of states haven't changed in quite quite a long time. You know, rivers still run the same course. Beaches are, the, for the most part, still intact, except oh, Florida's looking a little rough here and there. Although I have to say they're having trouble in, in California because of their stupid environmental policies. Their rivers are running right into the Pacific Ocean. <laughs> How does that oh, happen? Are you, it doesn't are you, happen. Trump is lying about it. I don't think so. Yeah. Oh, the rivers don't run into the Pacific Ocean. Yeah, well, Trump they is actually lying get, about everything. Don't they get water from other states? Actually, because actually he was confu he was confusing 
a controversy in California over irrigation with uh, yes. the use are, of water to put fires out. Are you not even related? Just yeah. a que- just a quick question for you, Joe. I, I just want to see if I'm getting this right. Are you saying he's a stupid fucking piece of shit and doesn't That's know what he's talking about? Okay. I'm cool. saying that he's got yeah, you know what his IQ is? Uh zero. zero. <laughs> and did I hear right Giuliani and somebody else filled in for Sean Hannity oh, on his yes. radio show yes, today? You, you yes, heard that Sokolo, right. Yes. Sokolo and Giuliani co-hosted Hannity's radio show today. It was called the Sucking Ghouls show. <laughs> Sucking Ghouls. Sucking Ghoul. Hey everybody, it's time for Sucking Ghouls. Uh, yeah. Put on your raincoats, boys. Fox Radio really Network. Spitting today. We're, we're gonna be spitting and piffing. We're oh man, yeah, better put a splash guard on that microphone. I yeah, sorted yeah. out the mic because I sorted it out with my spittle. You piss Give on me it. A new mic. You shit on it. <laughs> you, know what's, you know what's really incredibly messed up about that is the fact that Succolo has his own radio show. Yeah. 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 And, and now he's got a little monster. Now he has a little monster sidekick. Hey, yeah, <laughs> he's got the ghoul. The ghoul. Hey, it's me, the ghoul, everybody. The ghoul is here. The ghoul is here. Join the young vampires. <laughs> Actually, yeah, I think I have a a, a commercial that uh, Guliani did um, uh, today. Yeah, yeah, here it is. This is what he did on uh, on Hannity's show today. Hiya, kids. It's me, your friend, Grandpa. I gotta tell you, I am starting a new club, and I want you to join. It's called the Junior Vampires of America. I mean, you'll hear scary monster stories. Now, to call, you gotta ask <laughs> your parents' permission and call this phone number, 1-900-909-4300. You'll hear all about my monster <laughs> friends. Learn how to get a free vampire patch and a list of special vampire tricks and secrets so call 1-900-909-4300 learn how to scare your friends even yourself join grandpa junior vampires of america club and i will make you a junior vampire hey kids call 1-900-909-4300 that's 1-900-909-4300 to hear grandpa's scary stories and join the junior (laughs) vampires club just two dollars a first minute 45 cents each additional ask mom or dad first yeah there there so good job giuliani that that, that, you i like the new marketing outreach and my apologies to the late great al lewis who was actually a great (laughs) liberal so uh my apologies for that Uh, of course al lewis played grandpa on the monsters but you know he tried he was on car 54 yeah forget that yeah and and so was uh uh the oh god fred gwynn Right, Fred Wood. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep. So, those youths. <laughs> those youths. <laughs> those youths. <laughs> you know, I didn't even realize. I didn't even remember that the Vampire Club number had zero in it. So that was pretty nice. I got <laughs> to superimpose that. Zero. Yeah. Wow. I just made a really pathetic noise. I was like, yeah. <laughs> I was holding back a burp, and I was just like, yeah. Uh, that's you know it's not healthy for you to hold back a burp you know that well it it didn't hold back for long it call it causes burpees 
I just, <laughs> oh yeah, there's no cure for that either. Zero. Oh, no, there is. It keeps coming back. Yeah. Before so. we move on, I just want to say that Laura Ingram is a racist. She is. She absolutely oh, is. I don't know what you base that on. I base it on everything I see. <laughs> oh, okay. What, what are you going to believe, me or your lion eyes? No, I'm going to believe me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right well let's let's get to um uh it, it, i don't know if i'm going to be able to get to all of these um before the green news report no probably just one um but we'll, we'll play no fuck uh, uh, no i'll save the other ones I, i'll tell you what let's go to the, let's go to the green news report now and i want to get some reactions to to this and also uh your guys uh you know you know, further analysis of this, because this is something we've been talking about on this show since it began, since the the dawn of TUTN time is this inequality in America and, and you know, white people trying to, to dictate the, you know, uh, conservative, racist white people trying to dictate the narrative of our country's history. You know, making up fake history, of course. Um, and, you know, it goes beyond the whole fake news screen. It's fake history. They're, they're, they're projecting this parallel universe that will never exist again. Um, you know, their idealistic view of what America was. Oh, it was all fun and sunshine and lollipops back in the 1950s for white people. <laughs> you know, when we didn't talk about all the queers and the, and the Negroes, you know. I mean that you know, and I'm sorry to use those terms, but that that's that's what they think, you know. Yep, yep. And yep. and it it's like it was fucking horrible for everybody else except well, relative, you know, middle class and up white people. It was fucking horrible, you know. Even can we, it, just, can, can we just say white men? Because yeah, straight white men in this country, you know. Um, you know, and and again, I I've admitted uh, we all know that white male whites straight white male privilege exists in this country and i've benefited from it i'm not going to speak for anybody else but i recognize how i've benefited from it and you know it's it's not white guilt it's white acknowledgement is what it is that's a really great way to put it ken yeah i think that's right i you know i don't feel guilty I feel like it's my responsibility to, to to look at history and look at what the truth is. Yeah, That's because the difference. It, it, I don't feel guilty, but I'm acknowledging simple facts that, you know, right. cops don't follow me around. My you know? father never had to sit me down and say, remember, you're Italian, so don't drive your car at night. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Yeah, you know, uh, insane. Um, so anyway, so yeah, so anyway, let, let's, let's leave it there. Uh, let's run to the break and, uh, I want to get some reaction from, uh, there was a great discussion on Don Lemon's show about this last night. And we also have some great audio from Chris Cuomo and DL Hughley, uh, Hughley. Uh, <laughs> I love DL Hughley. He's, he, he's a great guy. Uh, I always fuck up his last name though. It's, it's, it's a tongue twister for me. Um, but, uh, but yeah, and, and you know, some other, uh, good stuff, some reaction from Michael Steele as well on what's going on over at Fox news now. 
So uh, hang tight. We'll be right back after the Green News Report. Name calling. If you got birthdays, put them out there. Again, the phone line is not working right now. I'm going to hopefully have that resolved on Monday in uh, anticipation of it uh, being up and running for Tuesday. Because that's what staycation is all about. Talking to Skype support. Break time. We'll be right back. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. So new and different, it won first prize at the International Inventors Exposition. KennyPick.com It's Thursday, August 9, 2018. The EPA this summer proposed a rule that may allow a number of new products to contain asbestos. Trump's EPA is bringing asbestos back. California pushes back against Trump's rollback of mileage and emissions standards as California shatters the record for hottest month ever recorded and hottest rainfall. Plus, still have time to act. Bad news and good news in a scary new global warming study. All of those scary stories and more straight ahead. From Bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. So in other words, you're saying that they might come out making asbestos look not as dangerous as it really is in their evaluation. Exactly. Hey, MAGA, making asbestos great again. This is your... Green News Report. Okay, Desi Doyen, the summer of heat records continues to continue. (laughs) Indeed it does. More shocking records shattered in this record-breaking, global warming, turbocharged summer of 2018. The hottest rainfall ever recorded on the planet, 119 degrees, fell on Imperial California last week. The hottest rainfall? Yes, it is extremely rare to have rainfall above 100 degrees. I mean, this is the water? The water itself is above 100 degrees? Yes, 119 degrees. Wow. And Death Valley in California broke the record for the all-time hottest month in recorded history. That was in July, breaking the record that Death Valley set just last year. Meanwhile, retail gas prices are going up. The price of crude oil spiked this week in anticipation of the Trump administration reimposing sanctions on Iran, including its oil exports, in coming months. But Politico reports that pain at the pump for consumers likely won't be as bad as the last time gas prices were this high because... Thanks to President Obama, fuel efficiency standards are a lot higher today, so families don't have to fill their gas tanks quite as often. Speaking of fuel efficiency standards, as expected, the Trump administration last week proposed weakening future vehicle mileage standards that would have saved consumers even more in fuel costs starting in 2022. Analysts say big oil will be the big beneficiary from increasing oil consumption. Even the EPA's own data estimates that 40,000 more Americans will die every year from the increase in air pollution. But important to note, these Trump rollbacks are not a done deal, you can weigh in during the short window for public comment. Speak up at regulations.gov. The Trump EPA is also proposing revoking California's authority to set its own higher standards, credited with reducing the state's notorious air pollution. This week, California pushed back in what promises to be a protracted legal battle. The state regulator, the California Air Resources Board, issued a scathing and detailed report refuting the administration's rollback as, quote, contrary to the facts and the law. That's not a bug. That's a feature. Well, California says it plans to hold 
hold automakers to those tighter standards to maintain public health benefits. Good. States' rights. Remember when Republicans used to believe in that sort of thing? The Trump EPA is also bringing asbestos back. Yay! Proposing a new rule to allow companies to use it in some products with agency approval. Asbestos is banned in most countries because it causes mesothelioma and lung cancers. But it's not banned in the U.S. despite killing thousands of Americans every year. Now, the EPA says it's just closing a loophole. But critics say no amount of asbestos is safe and only an outright ban on all uses is sufficient. It only kills about 40,000 people a year and is banned pretty much everywhere else in the world except for here. What are you worried about, Des? Finally, a message of hope from scientists who are pushing back against media coverage of their new study on global warming's long-term catastrophic consequences. The Hothouse Earth study concludes that if global temperatures rise more than two degrees Celsius above pre-industrial levels, a domino effect could kick in, triggering self-reinforcing climate change feedbacks that push the climate system into hothouse conditions, rendering large parts of the Earth uninhabitable. However, scientist and co-author Diana Liverman of the University of Arizona tells the Green News Report that the good news is that with action, it's all completely avoidable. So hothouse earth is not our destiny. It's an option that we could choose. Hopefully we're going to choose a much more stable path and we don't kick off all of these feedbacks that take us to a much hotter environment. Well, I hope we don't, but I'm starting to run out of hope. Is that just me? Dr. Liverman says she sees hope in political and social movements demanding action all around the world. For much more on all of these stories and the ones we couldn't get to, check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. Don't forget you can download our reports anytime via Stitcher, TuneIn, or iTunes. Find us, follow us, and share us planet-wide on the Facebooks and the Twitters at Green News Report. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyle. And this has been your Green News Report. Don't give up on us, I know. We can still come through. Don't give up on us, baby. Don't give up on us, baby. This is Indie Media Weekly, extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower. This is Kenny Pick on Turn Up the Night. I loved you from the first time I heard your voice. You use your tongue prettier than a $20 whore. You're like a word genius, and everything I say, <laughs> you twist it around and make me look dumb. I like the way he talks. Mm-hmm. Do you really think that people don't know the things that I say? At IndieMediaWeekly.com. He even talks honky. You piss on it, and you shit on it. I'm not that damn smart. There hasn't been any non-evidence yet. No, yeah, Steph, definitely. I'm not that damn smart. Oh, man, they're not that damn smart at all over there, are they? Uh, Anyway, welcome back to the program. Uh, Thanks to Brad and Desi for the Green News Report, as always. Uh, Go to bradblog.com for all your Bradcast needs and, of course, the Green News Report. Uh, But, yeah, welcome back to uh, Bobber for Freedom's Blog, Washington, D.C. The Brahmeister. Greetings. There you are. So it's far away, Bob. Greetings. Sorry, greetings. 
Hello, Bob. Welcome back, sir. <laughs> uh but yeah so no welcome back uh you you uh have you put all all homebrew plans on hold uh, until the after the move uh the last thing i like since we brewed my last beer uh on sunday you know, until we move um that's because it's a, the, my christmas beer and it has to age for a few months <clears throat> so i wanted to make sure i got that you know, I'm, pl- I'm playing sad music right now because you. This is the saddest thing about the move is you have to take a break in your home brewing. Yeah, well, we got I got plenty <laughs> of beer to drink. So I'm I gonna run out. <laughs> I tease, I tease. Uh, and of course, uh, Joe Santorza, Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Uh, I'm sure the clown car will be uh, delightful. A little uh, spaced Space. out. A little spaced Space out. Space force. Space Force. Sharky! Sharky! <laughs> it's, it's funny. I'm getting... Sharky's in space. I'm, I can recognize everybody's dog's voices now. That's great. <laughs> that's, that's bad. <laughs> so, <laughs> What does he want? What is he looking for, Joe? He's looking to go outside, so as soon as I uh, mute this, I'm going to take him outside. All right, so yeah, there you go. Uh, all right, take care of Sharky Joe. We'll, we'll move on to name-calling. So, uh, But, uh, yeah, and last but certainly not least, our girl Friday Rain, are you ready to uh, get into some name-calling for us right now? Yes, sir. Yes, all sir. All right. Love it when it rains. For your pleasure, it's rain from fourfreedomsblog.com. Excellent. She's never failed me before. Honey, you got to give it away to keep it. You can't just hold on to this. Attractive, hot, beautiful. We're talking about the same thing. Here. You want to mess around? Here comes the rain again. The greatest source of energy known to womankind. All right, let's get straight to the biscuits. All right, there you go, Rain. Take it away. Right, so here we go. We have Mr. Adam Hebert, whose apology I accept. He knows what I'm talking about, and that's all that matters. We have Balua. We have Bobber in DC. We have Heather. We have Jay Collie. We have Kat. We have Kenny Pitt. We have Ken Sr. Hi, Dad. I just talked to him last night. We had a lovely conversation. They're waiting for the adoption papers. Uh, um, well, we have a Russian lawyer, so it might. <laughs> Veselnitskaya. Veselnitskaya. <laughs> we have we have Joe, who's Marnus. We have Michelle in South Florida. We have Miles in South Florida, who's actually here tonight. Um. Hey, Miles. Very nice. We have Moon Mayor. We have President. We have myself. We have Thea, we have Tim Cormel, we have Trojan Rabbit. I thought we had more people, but... Uh... Cat was here. Now, we had more people. Am I missing... I don't know. Cat was here. Cat was here, yeah. Cat is still here. Um, there was was another fellow that was here. Anyway, to everybody who was here... Living? No, I don't have Livin. Livin Livin was having connectivity issues earlier. So that could be it. So, um, and uh, on, on, just because, uh, did anybody have any birthdays at all? I didn't see any. By the way, Kat is back. Oh, Kat's back. 
Welcome back. She has returned. Excellent. Fantabulous. Um, so you got to the end of the list there's there? Else with no birth- yeah, I did. And there's somebody else who was in the list. It wasn't Kurt destroyed. Theo? Theo's still here? I don't... I don't... Theo... Uh, yeah, he's Theo's on the list. So I think you got him. I don't know who it was. I anyway, don't if know! I you, I'm, sorry if I, I'm sorry if I missed you. And if we missed you, we still miss you. So come back. Come back to us. Come back. Um, and if you're pissed, come take it out on me. And I'm I just remembered... Uh, it, well, no, if you're pissed, don't, you know, you don't want to do that, you know. You piss on it? Yeah, so. <laughs> um, uh, but, uh. You gotta stick it up your old dirt nerve. <laughs> no. Ouch, no. <laughs> dark. You went dark. No. Dark, I went dark. All right, so, I'm back, um. I'm back, uh, because the phones are still fucked up and everything, I'm gonna, uh, I just, uh remembered Adam Hebert is doing something a little different for Mike Check Radio tomorrow, so I got him on for uh, a reverse call-in. Because I, I can do this for people when they actually when they're on Skype. So this this was uh, relatively easy. Phone numbers, on the other hand, Skype is being a, a, a bag of dicks. Uh, but Adam Adam Hebert, welcome to the program. Holy Hello. shit! Oh my god, what's going on with your sound, buddy? A lot of music happening. It won't let me take you guys off speakerphone. I don't know what's going on. Uh oh. Uh oh. Yes. Very good. Hi. So. Um, speaker on. Oh wait, huh. wait, 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 I think I. Okay, there you go. That sounds better. Hello. So. That. <laughs> yeah, you... Skype can eat a bag of dicks. Huge, huge bag of dicks. All right, wait a second. Everybody has anybody ever eaten a bag of dicks? Um, Let me I think th- you, Kenny, Joe, Bob, and Adam. Well, You're I think all men. Uh, Have you ever eaten a bag of dicks? Those I've Bundy got a bag of a bag at dicks. Those you know those what? Bundy guys, those Bundy ranchers who took over the Mulhere uh, uh, compound uh, the, or the, the the national park or whatever, they were sent a bag of dildos uh, or, or or gummy dicks. They were sent dildos gummy dicks. Or not dicks. And well, yeah, I gummy just, dicks. They I were sent a bag of gummy dicks. To- I don't expect an answer tonight, but I want you to think about that. And it comes down to putting a dick in your mouth. <laughs> Wait a minute. Put a dick a in your mouth. Meatball. So. <laughs> Just think about that in the coming weeks and months. That's a one spicy meatball. All right. All right. So. <laughs> Adam, uh, so uh, uh, thanks for uh, joining us. Uh, sorry for the, the little issue there with the speaker and everything, but good to have you here. Uh, why don't you tell everybody, uh, so we'll say hi to everybody first. Okay. Hello, Joe. Hello, Rain. Hello, Bob. Howdy, howdy. Hi, Adam. And uh, so uh, we're having a little uh, uh, mix em up uh, tomorrow on Mike Check Radio uh, because uh, I can't join because I'm uh, the show because I'm doing the chili cook-off. And yeah. uh, there were some other other things going on. But uh, tell everybody what, what, what happened. This is interesting. It could be a lot of fun. I think it's going to be a lot of fun, actually. Yeah, so because I have to close the store again tomorrow, I'm not going to 
you know, go into details. Everyone who needs to know knows what's going on, but it's chaos at work. Let's put it that way. Yeah. Um, so we're going to do our first pre-recorded show that isn't the best of nerd talk. Ooh. So we talked. We talked about Alex Jones because I've had a couple people who keep saying Alex Jones should be able to be back on YouTube. It's like, so you think that YouTube should be compelled to give him a platform? Is what you're saying? I'm you not that damn smart. Freedom. So uh, we also talked about uh, Chris Collins getting busted, and boy, was that the <laughs> he didn't. It's like he just didn't even try. I mean, this guy was such an arrogant <laughs> prick. Love that. He didn't even try. He did not have a yeah. care in the world. Well, I no, think that's to give. I, I think that's that's a lot uh, of uh, top tier Trump cultists. They really think they're above the law. They think they're above. You know, they they really are just so blatant. They think they can get away with anything. <clears throat> Pretty much. It's important yeah. to point out that Chris Collins was the first person in the House of Representatives to go full on Trump. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So anyway, we we did we it was really uh, kind of last minute. We you know because it's like well if we you know I was off so I was like well you know we could pre-record and I've got I you know give me give me a couple of hours to chop up some audio so we pulled it off. There you go. And so like I said, it'll be, it'll be Alex Jones, Chris Collins, and what was the third topic? <laughs> Oops, you pulled a Rick Perry. <laughs> Oops! Space Force was it? Space Force or Laura Ingram? No, it wasn't Space Force. Was it Ingram? It was. Uh, no, no, no. Oh, wait, wait. It might have been related. That. Hmm. I don't know. I don't have access to my box. I'm I still couldn't at work. tell you. I could. No, that's. Oh, I but, didn't know you were still at work. Oh, okay. Well, I, I'm glad you're able well, no, to join I'm, us. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm off. I'm off. Oh, you're, I'm you're waiting. I'm, you're waiting. I'm, I'm cam- gotcha. I'm camped out in the break room. Oh, that you're camping. That must be intense. <laughs> third time I use that shitty joke tonight. Oh my god! Oh my god. Third, Man, time. third time you slipped it. It slipped your butt. Slipped right by me. Yeah. <laughs> takes Joe like five minutes to realize what I did. Yeah, so uh, I never got my tent merit badge. That's what yeah. it is. <laughs> uh, so, but the other half of the show, though, you're you're going to do uh, previously unreleased interviews uh, that you've done, right? Yes. Um, we're going to do because uh, we we never ran my interview with uh, voice actress Erica Lindbeck. Okay. And and we didn't we haven't reran the interview the delightful interview with Christina V. Okay. So we're gonna we're gonna add those to it. The show might be a little longer than normal, but um, you know it's it's gonna what you know hell? I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> I didn't approve this. I didn't approve overtime. Well, I'm not getting paid, so what difference does it make? Well, okay, you're right. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> well, well, you know, you might be getting paid, and you might not be getting paid. I haven't seen any evidence, or you know, there hasn't been any non-evidence yet. Yeah, so All I don't right. know. <laughs> What do you what do you make an hour, uh, Adam? On turn up the, it, on Mike Check Radio on yeah. I'm, I I don't uh it, it's uh, a significant does, amount. Let's put it that way. Does Rudy does Rudy know what you make? Uh, no, it has a lot of zeros. Zero. Oh, 
That's right. Huh? <laughs> it's pretty much all zeros, huh? Yeah, his uh, <laughs> it, actually his paycheck is literally made of toilet paper. You piss on it, and you shit on it. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, but, uh, according to according to yeah. Amorosa, you eat it. Oh God Almighty! Ew. Yeah, paper. I hope you <laughs> yes. paper. Okay, Ooh, thank God. Yeah. I was right there for a second. Yeah. Well, no. Yeah, Omarosa. Whatever. She was a piece of. She was. She was a piece of shit person before she got in the White House, and she is what when she was, and now that she's out, she's just looking for a paycheck. Yeah. She's well, I, and I will person. say this. I, I pointed out, and it'll you'll hear it tomorrow night. But I did point out that unlike Alex Jones, I'll never lose. I'll never lose my platform here in Enemy Weekly because. Unlike Alex Jones, I'm a good broadcaster. I hold myself to ethics. And since I've been here from the very beginning, I know where all the bodies are buried. Amen. Amen. That's right. And don't you ever tell anyone. Um, so, <laughs> all right. Well, Adam, I, I'm going to let you go. Uh, so uh, uh, your the connection is decent, but it's not the best. Um, and uh, we're, we're going to start Wi-Fi is great roll along here so uh but yeah so have a good night uh looking forward to uh hearing the podcast and everything um i i might be able to listen to a little bit of it live but uh i'll pr- but i'm gonna be at the chili cook off so i don't know um just yeah. w- just win that's all I, that's all i I'm care tr- about is i'm gonna victory. try man i'm gonna try so <clears throat> and you you heard my plan fried chicken chili right yeah that sounds nice yeah i'm hoping so so, uh, all right. Well, have a good night, and we'll talk to you soon, okay? Yep. Have a good night. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. So, See you. All Bye. right. So, uh, here we go. So, I want to I want to try and get to some of this audio uh, because uh, we're going to be a little cramped to, to squeeze it all in. Uh, but we got 10 minutes before the break, so I think we can, we can handle this. Um, and this comes to us from uh, Don Lemon. Uh, the reaction to uh, Laura Ingram's white nationalist screed on the on the Argle Bargle, I'm sorry, the Ingram angle. Um, so, yeah, and Rain, I'm going to give you credit for uh, teaching me the phrase Argle Bargle. <laughs> I, I'd never heard that before. I'd never heard that before, and and it was back. You remember when the the you sent a link to like a C-SPAN video of Ben Carson doing the his like you know the knee bones connected to the shin bone <laughs> you know <laughs> you know his his brain surgery argle bargle and you you were like oh my god listen to the argle bargle section i was like argle bargle what the hell is that is that like argyle um so and then i learned what argle bargle was and then i heard laura ingram show was the ingram angle and i'm like it sounds like argle bargle so <laughs> thanks so, so you you get full credit for that. Argle bargle. Yeah, Ingram angle. There's so much bargle. fucking argle bargle that happens now. Oh my god, it's nonsense. So anyway, uh, let's get to this first one. Um, yeah, so uh, this is uh, Van Jones saying, you know what, Ingram dropped the she dropped the dog whistle and picked up the bullhorn with Don yes. Lemon. When she speaks mm-hmm. about when she says the uh, America we know and love, let's be clear. That America has not existed historically or even today for a lot of people. Well, I mean, not for a lot of people. Listen, I was 
appalled by her comments. And I'm more appalled by her attempt to try to walk them back today as if we didn't hear what she said. If she wanted to do what they usually do, and what they usually do is they say, we don't like uh, uh, undocumented immigrants or illegal immigrants, or however they want to say it, because it's not safe for the country. It's about the rule of law. Mm -hmm. She did not say that. I was shocked because she, she dropped all the pretense last night. Mm -hmm. And she said, this is about demographic changes. I'm sorry, that means race and ethnicity. Look it up. <laughs> so for the first mm -hmm. time in a while, she came with no kind of pretense. And she said her problem with the changes is race. Then it blew up in her face, and now she goes, oh, well, never mind. I'm actually talking about the normal stuff. Yeah. No, you dropped the dog whistle, you went with the megaphone, and now you're trying to pick up the dog whistle again. It's not going to work. Yeah. <laughs> I, amen to that. Amen to that. And um, amen. Yes. There's, there's something that a lot of people... Go ahead, Ray. something that a lot of people aren't mentioning. When she said that, that was two days ago, right? Yeah. Yeah, it was two days ago. She read that off a fucking teleprompter. Yeah. Which mm -hmm. meant that was that was written down and it was approved by a producer. Yeah. She and, and, a, lawyer. and a lawyer and herself. <laughs> that was the Sermon on the Mount for her. Yeah. So, I, I, you know, when she comes back and says, you misunderstood me, I, I really, I, I mean this very sincerely. Fuck you, Laura. Yeah, Fuck that's you. right. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'll try and edit this. Uh, hey, hey, Trump. hey uh, Ingram. Fuck you. There you go. But yeah, so so it, Bob. It's really important to point out because mm -hmm. a lot of people aren't doing that. I love Van Jones. I love what they just what 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 they all just said yeah. there. But mm -hmm. it is it so important to point out. She read it off of her teleprompter. Somebody wrote that, and it was probably her. And the yeah, producer approved of it. It was and probably it yeah. There. It was written by one of her writers based on her notes. Yeah, well, yeah, that, that's I guess. the yeah. likely that's the likely scenario. So, but Bobber, uh, what, what's your take on what Van Jones said there? Um, I mean, I, I, I hear what he's saying. You know, the uh, um, but I have to go with with what Rain said. Is that you know she's like 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 Rain said that that this has been. When when she initially said it, it, she's essentially reading it off a teleprompter. So it's not like she just kind of misspoke. She knew exactly what she was saying. Yeah, and that yeah. it and that is that you know that the this America this America that that she refers to, um, you know, is only for for white people and white males and white Christian males. You know, mm -hmm. if you want to just keep narrowing it down to the and the women who love to, them. <laughs> if you want to distill it down to to what she's really talking about. Yeah, yeah, Joe. Uh, you know, I I understand what he's saying, but you know, let's let's call it what it is. You know, Laura Ingram is a racist. Yep, and will always be a racist mm -hmm. and she wrote you know she she did go to law school so uh and uh i assume she passed the bar so i i assume she's good at writing little um little backtracks like that and little legalistic uh runarounds yeah but but it was but contradictory 
It's like she said the N-word the night before, and then she said, but I didn't mean it in a racist way. Yeah, yeah, kind of like what what Bill Shine's wife, right? uh, Right. Right. You know, I I said the N-word, but it wasn't meant to be racist. Exactly. See, I, I'm right along the lines with what Joe was saying, and but I gotta, I gotta put this to, you know. So she said this two nights ago, and then last night she said, you know, she tried to clarify what she said, and her clarification was, in my opinion, not to Fox News viewers, because when she said that shit the other night, they all knew it, they loved it, they yeah. were more than happy. And and so you know, last night she was like, "Well, I need to re-clarify what I'm what I'm going to say." Fox News viewers already got it. It was to the they, sponsors. Y- yes. Yeah, yes. Absolutely. So um, I I want to get to one one last clip before we go to break because we got to cram a lot into the next segment here. Um, but uh, this is, um, I, I love this, Amanda Carpenter, uh, a GOP strategist and author. Um, she used to look up to Laura Ingram. She was, she, she was a big fan. She's a conservative. And this is, this is what she said uh, right after, uh, uh, in the same segment with uh, Van Jones. And we have, we'll have one more Van Jones clip after the break, but it kind of stands alone. But... Listen to this. Again, another uh, another white female conservative talking about what Ingram said. You say Laura Ingram used to be a role model. I'm sorry. It. I love that. Uh, Don Lemon's like, you said. Because <laughs> so, I do that shit all the time. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, here. You say Laura Ingram used to be a role model. What do you think now? Yeah, this is something with during the era of Trump I've thought about a lot. I came to Washington in 2005. And, you know, when you get here as a young Republican woman, these sort of women are paraded. They come to conferences, Laura Ingraham, Ann Coulter, Kellyanne Conway. These are women who are bold and courageous, great in the media, quick on their feet. You know, you should be like them. And just the mean-spirited, I mean, obviously that was racist and terrible to say, but just the everyday arrogance and mean-spiritedness, I just, I, I know I'm not the only youngish Republican woman who feels disillusioned. And here's what really grates me about Laura's comments last night. Her favorite thing to do is to go on the air and lecture people about how liberals hate America. I have a lot of policy difference with liberals like Van. I know he loves America. I know we can agree that America's ideals are based on anybody can come here if you share our values, work hard, and get ahead. She said the opposite last night. It's based on demographics. And so, Laura, I want to know who's the one who really hates America. Oh, man, sister. Look at that. Ah, man. Yeah, that's immediately what I got out of uh, what what she said. Oh, and by the way, welcome Trisec to the chat. Thank you. Hello, so, Tri. Ask of it every Tuesday. We uh, gotta get Tri back on the for show. For Freedom's Log. Well, when we can get Skype to be a little more agreeable, we'll, uh, we'll definitely make that happen. Um, but yeah, yeah. What so, she just said is amazing. It was it great. really is amazing to me because this is where, and I've been hearing this as a slowly incremental thing, mm-hmm. where there are women. 
conservative women mm-hmm. who are really kind of saying, look, we can find a place to disagree yes. between, you know, the Democrats and the and the Republicans. And and Republican women like this woman that we just heard are saying this is not acceptable. Yeah. This is not why I signed up to be a conservative. Well, yeah. I mean, add Amanda Carpenter's name to a list of people like Anna Navarro, like um, uh, yes. Nicole Wa- Nicole Wallace, like um, oh, is it Sally. I can't remember her name. Um, Short haired brunette. I can't remember her name. But now, uh, yeah, uh, like uh, 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 what's her name? Um, Se Cop. You know, yes. I, I mean, there, there are a lot, uh, you know, I, I can't think of all of them right now. I know there, there's a ton of them out there, uh, more than a ton, you know, and I'm not, you know, judging by weight at all. I'm just saying there are literally <laughs> lots and lots and lots of conservative women out there who, you know, are, are saying this is some bullshit. And yeah, there's a lot of women out there and, and some conservative men who are saying, look, we can disagree where our policies are without going to this white nationalist mm-hmm. bullshit. Yeah, an ugly, ugly place. Um, uh, but real quick before we go to break, um, Bob, any thoughts on what uh, Amanda Carpenter said there? And again, you know, a growing number of white and uh, or otherwise conservatives who were just like, we're done with this shit. Yeah, I, I I was I was definitely impressed with that. Um, you know, when you see people like like her or see Steve Schmidt who are you know, abandoning this, you know, the, they're they're watching the Republican Party leave mm-hmm. them, you know, and what they believe it, it should be, <clears throat> and uh, they're, you know, that's this is the the downward spiral, hopefully, of of the the whole that whole party and then or at least the people in it that are, um, you know embracing this nazi uh ideology yeah yeah and and joe joe you remember all the all the uh, i'm sorry all the liberals who used to go on a cable shows to uh denounce everything that all the uh pro obama people were saying right Yeah, that was. Uh, they're writing a book about that one. Yeah, I think it what what it was like Dennis Kucinich, and that's it. <laughs> <You know>? Yeah, <laughs> we had the little little weirdo uh, 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 lost at birth uh, or separated at birth from Jeff Sessions. Dennis Kucinich uh, was out yes. there, you know, trashing uh, Obama, <laughs> and also sued the fucking what what the the the, the Capitol cafeteria for chipping a tooth on an olive pit. Oh my God, uh, Dennis Kucinich! <laughs> Dennis Kucinich sucks, and he—I think he was—he's—he's he's been sucking up the RT uh, in recent years. But anyway, Joe, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to steal your time there. But yeah, I mean, you know, I lo- again, you know, I'll say it, uh, you know, briefly is I-, I look forward to going back to disagreeing on policy with people like Amer- Amanda Car- uh, Carpenter, you know? Uh, yeah. And 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 all yeah and and Nicole Wallace and all those people that I hated yeah. so many years ago, you know it's amazing. And Steve Schmidt and I oh when when that that Rick election Wilson? was going on, Rick Bill, Wilson, yeah. Bill Crystal, Bill Crystal. Oh yes, I still hate oh. that fucker. <laughs> so. I'm yeah, I'm still not. I'm still not on Bill Crystal's side. 
He's trying though. He's yeah, trying. Bill Crystal. This just just today, Bill Crystal was trying to tell us Dems how we should get rid of Nancy Pelosi, and oh, I yeah, feel like I know. you know Bill Crystal needed to just you know what if you're on a if you're if you're on skis you're ahead of your skis. Shut up. Stop talking about us. We'll yeah. take care of your place. Yeah, yeah, I got I got one for Bill Crystal before we go to the uh, go to the break, uh, but and we do have to go to the break. Uh, here you go, Bill Crystal. Shut up! Shut the fuck up, man! Yes. <laughs> All right. Me, here's yeah, the thing. Yeah, quick, uh, I'm going to make this really quick. We're four Bill minutes Crystal over. Can talk- he can he can talk about all of the, all of the you know the Republicans and all that stuff. Just stay out of your lane and stay out of Democratic politics. There okay. you go. That's Good. It. All right. Done. All right. We'll be right back with uh, the final hour of Turn Up the Night. The Tuesday. Uh, I'm sorry. The Tuesday. The Friday. The ah. weekend. The staycation edition. Right after this. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Smooth talking, jive talking, street thug. KennyPick.com. Light out, everybody. Every Sunday and Monday at 10.30 p.m. Eastern, Indie Media Weekly presents the Sci-Fi Double Feature with two old-time radio shows from the science fiction and horror genre. The Sci-Fi Double Feature every Sunday and Monday at 10.30 p.m. Eastern right here on Indie Media Weekly. And now, on with the show. Snap, push, and pop. Focus for maximum picture quality, and please adjust sound for maximum clarity. Yeah, hello, excuse me, thank you, um, some attention please. I've spent a great deal of time getting things ready for the show. No, no, keep going, keep going. I'm kind of curious as to how this works. Turn up the night with Kenny Pig. You know, I think it's going to do very well in the evening hours here. The greatest gift to mankind since Tutti Fruity Ice Cream. A viable and modern source for news and entertainment. Hey, gang, have I got an earful for you today. If you're listening to this, you are the resistance. My mind is aglow with whirling transient loads of thought careening through a cosmic vapor of invention. In your heart, you know he's right, 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 right. And now, to the business at hand. We're all in this together. We got a show to do. Well, let's check it out. You can do it! Welcome back to the weekend slash staycation edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick, broadcasting live on Indie Media Weekly dot com worldwide and of course joining us as always on the program mr joe santorsa scranton pennsylvania the electric city sometimes we call him scrantorsa but never santor sometimes never but never late for dinner (laughs) yeah that too (laughs) (laughs) and of course uh the one and only bobber der braumeister from four freedoms blog uh and uh uh, new new uh newly minted homeowner as well welcome to the show Thank you. You are very welcome. You don't know how welcome you are. And by the way, Bobber and Rain both tasted my chili when they came to, uh, it was the basic ground beef and, uh, well, I had ground beef and I think, uh, I think it's stew meat or something like that. Or, no, no, no. Um, tenderloin i don't know what it had in it had a couple kinds of beef it was in it delicious but yeah so so you you got to try my basic chili and of course rain from four freedoms blog in washington dc yeah you enjoyed that huh 
Yes, I did, and it was delicious. And I don't know what else is happening. Well, you know, we got more audio and shit like that, and I'll be working on Mad Libs. This is the the time delicious. where the magic happens. Thank you, thank you. And Bobber, it, it had your seal of appro- uh, approval as well. My chili. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm I have a pretty broad uh, palate for chili, and um, it was right in there. How broad is your palate? It's very broad, not very <laughs> deep. It's it's not very deep, you know, but it's just broad. Well, there you go. Can talk about the broads that Bob. Deep is. and wide, deep and wide. Bobber's palate is deep and wide. I don't even know what that is. That, there was an old. <laughs> well, deep, deep and wide was yeah. It was set. It, it was it, it was a, a, a song we used to sing in Sunday school. Set to. It, it was kind of like you know, it's a small world, but you know, deep and wide, deep and wide, are something master, something deep and wide. I don't know. It, it was a really shitty song. Uh, oh, but anyway, sounds pretty bad. Yeah, it was. Bad. We used to sing that in sister school, as they used to call it. <laughs> you, did you? Yeah, did you? Everything's really fucked up. It was like deep <laughs> and wide. The bullshit is deep and wide. Uh, uh, he uh, no, 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 deep and wide, deep and wide. Is he's a mountain? Uh, no, he's a river flowing deep and wide. That's what it is. Yes, his love is a river deep and wide. Something I don't know. It's stupid. It's from Sunday school. Oh. Oh. So, anyway, all right, something that's not from Sunday school. Uh, Don Lemon, uh, continuing the conversation, um, before we get to the D.L. Hughley stuff with uh, uh, Chris Cuomo. Uh, this is um, uh, Van Jones for the win, once again, on what Laura Ingram was doing on her show with that uh, blatant Nazi white nationalist screed she gave. As Brian Seltzer pointed out, um, other Fox News hosts like Tucker Carlson have made similar comments. And Van, I want you to respond to this. The Fox News audience, 94% white, 3% Hispanic, 2% Asian, <laughs> and oh. uh, barely registering 1% black. Oh, wow. Right? And now look at that compared to CNN <laughs> and MSNBC. Is there any doubt in your mind that Fox News is actively pushing some sort of agenda, maybe white nationalism? Well, I mean, here, I, you have to begin to assume that something like that's happening because what people never want to talk about is you got a lot of black people who are conservative. You go to black churches, you go to black barbershops. Conservative, you, social, socially conservative. Socially conservative, even, even yeah. economically conservative, and yet even conservative. Traditionally they tra- have. Traditionally, yeah. traditionally. But even conservative African Americans are no longer comfortable with what's happening on Fox News. Why? Because there's this constant drumbeat that, you know, what's wrong with America is people of color. Mm-mm-mm. Amen. Amen. And, and as a white, straight white male, I can tell you firsthand information. I'm your inside guy. Huh. I have been put in that situation so many fucking times with other white people who are racist, who automatically think I'm the same as them just because of my lack of melanin. So they start to share their hate. They start to share their jokes. They start to share their derision. And then I tell them, I should introduce you to my family sometime. You know, my my ex-brother-in-law served two tours in Vietnam, and when he was in the Marines, and when he was done, he joined the Army. And guess what? He was black. 
Still is black. He's just not my brother-in-law anymore because my sister divorced him. But, I mean, what the fuck? You know, uh, uh, anyway, uh, but but Van Jones was spot on. You know, this, oh, well, you know, oh, poor white people. It's insane. Uh, anybody want to chime in on that? Anyone? Bueller? I don't, I Bueller? don't because I can't disagree. I, you know, the, the funny thing is, is, is that, um, these people that they disparage and look down on, the reason that I think they're doing it is because it used to be that these are the people that they had under their thumb and, and could get to do all the dirty work that they didn't want to do themselves, you know, like go to war as a soldier and, and get shot at. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and now, you know, they're all getting, the, they're getting good jobs or they're essentially financially and social equals equal financially and socially equal to uh <clears throat> these people that used to look down on them as being inferiors and they're starting to get nervous um and you, they're they were lashing out you know even if these people like like uh, van jones said even though some of these people might be traditionally conservative in some way that the the republican party is not the conservatives that they're comfortable with because um the because of this plantation mentality yeah uh joe any any thoughts joe are you there maybe he's walking sharky no 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 i I was i was talking but but you can't talk through the mute button no no, um, it's like they were like they were saying <laughs> on one of the cable shows. Um, I, I think you mentioned this at the beginning of the show. White people don't get to tell. I think it was on, on Cuomo. White people don't get to tell black people what racism is. Well, yeah, and that's actually the next next audio we're going to listen to is D.L. Hughley uh, with Chris Cuomo uh, right. saying that. Um, but uh, I, you know, when I didn't hear you for a minute there, Joe, I thought maybe you were just a mano pause. <laughs> that you were, were we're taking a pause. Uh, no, I was just I was just intense. God damn it! I yeah. was intense. And Joe, you know what I like about the the past, the present, and the future. Um, I'm afraid I'm going to hear it. They they're all intense. So. so. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, some of them are past tense. Yes, yes, they're all. Some of them are future tense. Yes, they're in in tense. Uh, so, <laughs> anyway, uh, in case anybody's listening and not in the chat room right now, I'm really struggling to get people in the chat room to give me nouns for the Mad Libs, and then adjectives are coming up soon. But uh, let's. Uh, uh, Rain, did you have any thoughts before we get to the DL Hughley stuff? No. No, let's go. All right, this is this is quality quality stuff, um, and you know how everybody, uh, you know, I'm sorry, not everybody, but basically, defenders of white nationalism and defenders of you know uh, the or, or detractors of Black Lives Matters or you know a- any other or Antifa, uh, what have you. 
there's always and Bob, or you've probably heard this before. Uh, you know, they're always like, "Well, there's good people on and bad people on both sides." They're ter- <laughs> you know, I mean, yes. Okay, so the Nazis are just as bad as the anti-Nazis, right? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's it's like saying, well, these both of these people are criminals. This one jaywalked, and this one, you know, is a mass murderer. But they're both criminals. They're, you know, there's bad people on on both sides. Didn't they do that on Sesame God Street? Damn it! They, they settled that true. on Sesame Street. Didn't I they? think uh, perhaps so. Perhaps so. But one let's get to things, one of these yeah. things is not like the other. Yes. Let, let, let's get to the uh, let's get to the uh, Chris Cuomo with D. L. Hughley on uh, racism in America, and uh, yeah, uh, this is brilliant. On Wednesday, states of emergency were declared for the Commonwealth of Virginia and Charlottesville in the event that unrest breaks out at events in and around Charlottesville and outside Washington where this Unite the Right to rally is set to occur. Let's bring in D.L. Hughley, host of The Hughley Truth Podcast. Welcome to Primetime. You are a comedian, but we're not here to joke. Uh, this is serious that, that, stuff. We're not, we're not no, we, we look, I wish we could have a sense of humor about it, but I get nervous uh, with occasions like this coming sure. because I don't have a sense that uh, this will be better this time, what? so I worry. It was weird to me to see uh, white supremacists walking around with tiki torches because those are the very torches that black people use to keep bugs out of our backyard. I didn't, I used I didn't know they worked on us too, but I, <laughs> I think that now we have a situation where there is... Uh, we don't have even truth uh, is suffering. There, there can't be a moral equivalence. Either it's wrong to be hateful and um, uh, to, uh, to promote violence and apathy and, and, and to be angry and to believe in the supremacy of one race over another, or it's not. And I think uh, now we have people quibbling about it. Well, they're just as bad as, as those guys, and these are just as bad. So if, if, if somebody oppresses me and I fight back, then I'm just as bad as the guy who was determined to take all my rights away. That's where we are in America right now. Brilliant. Brilliant. Amen for that. I mean, seriously. Amen. You're saying I'm as bad as as the person. uh, Somebody tries to oppress me. I fight back. I'm just as bad as the oppressor. Nonsense. That's ridiculous. Yeah. He's not as bad. What's that? He's not as bad. He's not right. as bad as the oppressor. No, no. Yeah, oh, absolutely. I mean, I'm sorry. I, I get what he's saying. I do. I get what he's saying, but... Okay, somebody but else. But that's, that's the case that conservatives are putting forth, is that, mm-hmm. you know, um, Antifa... We'll just take, two, you know, two examples. Antifa is just as bad as neo-Nazis. Yeah, it's, it's insane. Absolutely. I mean, and, and I think the analogy that he made was, was uh, that DL made was perfect. I, I yeah, I concur. So, um, uh, Joe, and, and any uh, you want to chime in on that before we get to the next one? No, uh, I like. I think I <clears throat> pre uh, pressy. <laughs> Presaged that one. Mm. <laughs> prescient. <laughs> I was prescient. <laughs> <laughs> now that, that was the clip I was referring to. 
Okay, very good. Yeah. All right. Let, uh, so uh, here, here's uh, here's part two of D.L. Hughley with uh, Chris Cuomo. And, um, you know, uh, oh, I, I love this because this is what I say. He's giving Trump cultists a lot more credit here than I do because I think if you support Trump, you are a racist because of all the racist stuff he's done. You know, if you're okay with racism, I think that makes you a racist. But D.L. Hughley, uh, a lot more forgiving than I am. You see that in Charlottesville, how? By when the president said two things, when he said uh, not all of them were bad people, and when he said you have problems on the left and problems on the right, call them both out? Not 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 only just in Charlottesville, but just the entire tone of the country. We we have, I just watched Kobach, who was was running for governor, and and he he talked about how... Um, you know, he did the commission on, on voter fraud. Isn't it funny how he said there were there were thousands of people, or maybe a thousand people who fraudulently voted? We'll we'll investigate a problem like voter fraud, but not how many people get killed by handguns in this country. We know that there was 30,000 people. So a thousand people who, who fraudulently vote is a problem. But 30,000 people who are killed in America by the, uh, by hand, by guns is not. So we even even now we 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 we, we contort to make what we want truthful. Um, uh, we can tour it around all it. There, either there's a truth or there isn't. The bottom line in this country, it is wrong to be hateful and to lead people in hate and to try to su- 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 subvert other people's rights and voices and to be brutal to them, or it isn't. Do you believe the president doesn't believe that? I believe the president is a wanton racist, and I believe that America is, un- is not uncomfortable mm-hmm. with it. When you tell me 89%... Of Republicans support him no matter what he does. So I'll say this: I can't say that all his supporters are racist, but I can't say this for them. Being a racist is not a disqualifier. Bam! Right there. Amen. Amen. <clears throat> so yeah, uh, but he's given he's given Trump supporters a lot more credit than I do. I right. think you know uh, uh, because I I believe them all to be racist. I, I heard something that may be true. Uh, all Trump supporters aren't racist, but all racists are Trump supporters. Yeah, yeah, I've heard that too. You know, you know, and it, it's kind of like you know the the old Fox News thing from The Simpsons. You know, not all. Uh, you know, um, Fox News not not uh, uh, not racist, but number one with racists or something like that. You know, right, right, right. Uh, Rain, do you have any uh, thought thoughts on this? Rain, are you yeah. are you muted? I'm yeah. I'm here. No, and I really don't because my thoughts are really mixed about this. About whether uh, 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 Trump supporters uh, or I, I kind of feel like Trump Trump supporters are racist. Anybody who comes out and says, I love Trump, I feel mm-hmm. like you're a racist. So, yeah, I, well, I do too. I, I don't know why else you would support him. I'm yeah, not kidding I, about this. No, I'm This I, is really I, I one of those you. things where it's, it's hard for me to kind of differentiate about. No, I, I hear you. Go ahead, Bobber. Uh, well, I, I've. I, mean, I know a lot, a lot of people. I mean, I think Rain and I both know people that, you know, from 
Um, they live in more rural areas because uh, that's where we grew up. Same here. Um, that that you know they probably don't consider themselves racist, but they they consider themselves either conservatives or Republicans, and, or, and they support Trump because he's a Republican, and they think he's conservative. But I, I, I do have to agree that if if you're willing to overlook, I mean, not just the racism, but the the misogyny and and everything else, that means you're okay with it, or you know, yeah. or you're you're willing you're willing to trade your yeah. soul. Um, you know, I concur. In regards to that that kind of thing, um, just to um, have somebody in office that that might agree with you on some things or you know oh no yeah i agree he's on your team you know part of your team in your this is almost like a sports sort of thing you know rah rah we support the republicans that's my team Mm -hmm. you know even though even if they are you know over over on the sidelines you know murdering the other team yeah yeah and, and again i'm you know i i witnessed this um a lot with you know uh, like i said you know many times before in ohio you drive 20 minutes in either direction from any major population center and you're in the deep south and i witness this shit all the time i see billboards i see bumper stickers i meet people who are very unsavory and you can just tell i can look somebody in the eye and i can tell you whether or not they're a democrat or republican i honestly can't I mean, I might get it wrong maybe 1% of the time, but for the most part, you look somebody in the eye, there's a certain quality that's missing from people who who support Trump, from people who are okay with this racism, this nastiness. So, um, Joe, any quick thoughts before we uh, get to the next clip? Nope. All right, so this one's uh, kind of short, and uh, this one, I, I, I mean, holy shit. I've said something similar to this, and I'm glad it's been validated by what D.L. Hughley said here. This is, this is amazing. I said to you on right. your podcast today, do I see that white extremists and white power people and the QAnon and the conspiracy crazies, that they have cottoned to Trump? Yes. Is that a problem? Yes. But... Not even just those, what if they don't believe that he is a racist? They don't consider themselves white men don't get well. to decide what racism is. White people don't get to decide what racism <laughs> is. They were so bad at judging um, it every time it happened. They were bad I at mean, judging it during slavery. They were bad I at judging it during, during Jim Crow. White people don't get to play this game. You don't get to decide what the rules are here. The bottom line is this. We have watched children being put in cages and yes. the very scriptures that they mm -hmm. quoted to put black men in chains they used to put immigrants in cages. Either it's wrong or it isn't. Either we're in America where everybody's the same or we're not. Yeah. Either it's wrong or it isn't. Either this is America or it's not. Again, another amen. And, amen. And, mm -hmm. and amen. I, I've said this before. Is Who am I to judge... How somebody responds, uh, how a person of color or somebody who's in a minority in this country or a woman or part of the LGBTQ community, who am I to judge what they are offended by or what they feel to be discriminatory? 
because I don't have that experience. I've never been discriminated against. Right. I'm still stuck. I'm still stuck at the 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 comment he made, where white people don't get to discuss what racism is. Yeah. Well, that that yeah, that goes right to the PC uh, police and all their complaints about that. Uh, political correctness is nothing more than honoring what people uh, like to be thought of and called, and not insulting people with racial mm-hmm. slurs. It's just being civil. Well, in, in and, uh, uh, and, go ahead, go ahead. Uh, no, go ahead. No, go ahead. Well, what I want to say about this is, you know how they're they're you know conservatives are in Trump cultists, whatever, always achu- uh, accusing white liberals of having white guilt. Excuse me, motherfuckers, but you're the ones who are always trying to make excuses as to why something isn't racist. Obviously, you're feeling some guilt for this hate in your heart that you're trying to excuse by saying, it's just a joke. And, you know, oh, well, you shouldn't be offended because, or they say it, so why shouldn't we be able to say it? That's white guilt. You want white guilt? You're only guilty if you've done something wrong, and those fuckers have done something so very wrong with electing Donald Trump, supporting Donald Trump, and all of the fucking shit satellites that orbit around him. You have the white guilt, not us, because we're open to ideas and understanding and empathy of people who aren't exactly like us, and we want to be decent to everybody. That's That's not guilt. That is a source of pride. I am proud of my empathy. I'm not proud of my whiteness. I'm not proud of my birthright, quote unquote birthright, you know, the luck of the draw, the the lucky sperm club being born in America. Sorry, went on a tangent there. Anybody who wants to chime in, please do. But I don't have white guilt. They have fucking white guilt. I wouldn't even call it what they have guilt. What they have is uh, white fright. Well, yes, it, but the, the thing is, white fright and white guilt go hand in hand. They don't feel guilty. They are guilty. Right. <laughs> in that sense, you're absolutely right. You know? Right. And they try and excuse their guilt. Again, not feeling guilty, but a literal sense of guilt of being racist. Sorry, I went off on a big tangent there. So <laughs> no, I think everybody's everybody's cool about this. I um, I think we all know eventually. We white people, you Joe, you Bob, you Kenny, and me, we're all white people. We are. We're white. We're going to become minorities in the next ten years. Yeah. I actually, I'm fine with it. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm if totally we, cool if, with it. If we weren't, we probably would have bred like bunny rabbits back in when we were in our twenties, <laughs> and we didn't. Yes. You know, I'm okay with how the world goes because, again, you know, the the the, the cliche, but it's totally true. There's only one race. The human race. Yeah. And all these superficial, all these superficial dipshits, again, who are the white guilt people out there because they are guilty of being asshole racists. They're the only ones who are really scared. 
My family's mixed and beautiful. You guys met my my nephew William. Beautiful young man. Talented, smart. A fucking patriot too. I'm sorry, I shouldn't say he's a fucking patriot. He's a patriot. <laughs> he served our country. He was in the military. You know? And all these sick bastards. Mm. I guess the point that I'm trying to make is that I think that people I think it's I think I really think it's like it's conservatives that are like, oh, watch out. This well, country that- is gonna become less than a hundred percent. Or less than fifty yeah. percent white. Yeah, which is I, just I, I just find this ridiculous and stupid. If if you if you pay just half a percentage of the fact that we have people from El Salvador who open up restaurants that have beautiful, delicious food. And then over here, you know, people from Asia, again, beautiful, delicious food. I am more than willing mm. to become a minority. Oh, Rocky Mountain Mike says, don't say fucking patriot in this house. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Mike. And welcome, Mike. Well, look, he came in at the at the very tail end. Um, unless any, you understand uh, my bigger point, and I yeah. say this is a white woman. I'm already a minority. I'm reminded I'm of... Actually, uh, women okay. are a majority. Well, thank you, Bob. I Treated like a minority. He's right. He's right. right. And when do white women get to say, God damn it, we're a majority, and fuck you, every white man, and we love all the black and brown people. Yes, and by the way, rest in pre- Jeez, peace, Garrett Bobby Morris. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Thank you for I that, do, Bob. I do, and rest in peace, Garrett Morris, who said, hey, where do white women at? <laughs> or no, no, that was, no, no, that was, I'm sorry, uh, that was uh, actually from Blazing Saddles, but no, there was the, uh, Cle- yeah, Cleavon Little, but Garrett Morris was like, I'm gonna get me a shotgun and kill all the whiteys I see, I'm gonna get a shotgun and kill all the whiteys I see. <laughs> I don't remember how the rest of it went, but Garrett Morris, 92 years old, he passed away. Somebody mentioned that in the chat room tonight. When? Oh um, my God. Yeah, he was ninety-two. So, <gasps> wow. Old? Yeah, it, that's what was uh, put in the chat. I, I I can't say for sure, but um. Wow. Oh my god. Anyway, I, I want to play. Uh, well, no, actually, we'll we'll wait. We're gonna play the the D.L. Hughley and the Michael Steele one when we come back from break. I've got one more from D.L. Hughley and one from Michael Steele, and then we're gonna do Mad Libs, kids, because they're wacky and fun. Anyway, um, uh, Bobber, do you have a, a song you'd like to hear from yourself on this break? Um, boy, I don't know. Um, nah. How about um, Spare Change by the Beggars? Sure. All right. Spare Change by the Beggars. It's kind of short. We're going to go ahead and uh, hit the break right now. We'll be right back with... Uh, the final segment of this weekend edition, staycation edition, abbreviated uh, <laughs> segment of Turn Up the Night right after this. Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Every Tuesday and Friday from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern. All of us need to stop focusing on the lobbyists and the bloggers and the talking heads on radio. And KennyPick.com. Ah, banana oil.
Hall. Sunday, 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 come on down to Southern Progressive Revival to hear the best and worst of Southern politics once again. We've got all brand new episodes for the low, low price of 100% free and tons of extras, including guests, rants, and flustered hosts and co-hosts. Think your credit ain't good enough? We don't care. Think you don't have nothing to hear since you ain't from the South? Well, that ain't right. You reckon that Yankee pick feller's got more class than us? Well, that might be true. But let's do this. Come listen to Southern Progressive Revival live every Sunday from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Indie Media Weekly, Extraterrestrial Radio, all the power without the tower. Come now and we'll throw in a free pine tree air freshener. Wow. Hey, I'm Rick Beatty. And I'm Nick Sadler. And I am Jody Hamilton. We are From the Bunker. So we do a one-hour weekly podcast. Where we get to speak our mind about stuff from a liberal perspective. We will be on Indie Media Weekly Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. We are so excited. If you don't have any right-wing friends, you'll feel at home with us. From the Bunker. With Jody Hamilton. Nick Sadler. And Richard Beatty. On Indie Media Weekly Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. This is Adam Hebert. On every episode of Mike Check Radio, me and my co-hosts are not only committed to telling you about the latest political news, but also about the latest nerd news as well. Whether it's the latest scientific discovery, the new season of anime, the ending of a cherished manga, or the latest in comics, television, or movies, my show is guaranteed to bring you something that will make your inner nerd go squee! So be sure to tune in to Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert live every Saturday night, 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern, only on Indie Media Weekly. IndieMediaWeekly.com. Extraterrestrial Radio. All the power without the tower. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Where is it that you're from? Cleveland. Cleveland. Lake Erie. Erie. What was once the mistake by the lake is now the roar by the shore. I'm rapidly becoming a big underground success in this town. Cleveland has taken its honored place in the building of America. Thank you, Cleveland. Thank you, Washington, D.C. twice. And, of course, thank you, Scranton, Pennsylvania. And, of course, thank you, Enterprise, Alabama, because Adam Hebert was on an unofficial reverse call-in tonight. While our phone uh, issues with Skype are being sorted out, those dirty motherfuckers over at Skype. Why I oughta. Uh, but, yeah, so welcome back, uh, gang. And uh, I have one last clip from that D.L. Hughley interview with um uh chris cuomo and it's relatively short and then i've got um one or uh i think just one other clip after that uh that i want to play from michael Steele about all the nonsense that's going on on fox news again rain what what do we always say about conservatives uh that don't like trump just as much as we do we we cannot wait to get back to disagreeing on policy yes Yeah, I swear to God, I really do feel that way. I feel strongly about that. I want to argue with them on policy. Yeah, but well, until we until we're there, I'm, yeah, I'm willing to be like, yep, I'm with you. Well, I, I gotta say, uh, this this clip from D.L. Hughley uh, kind of made me think of this. Hello, darkness, my old friend. Oh God, why would why do my clips keep skipping? Um, but uh, but yeah, so he he uh he got a little um fatalistic in this clip here i can say this unequivocally if barack obama were doing what what uh donald trump is doing then two things would happen the nation 
would call for him to be impeached and I would be his loudest opponent. You can't do to people what, you, what, what Trump and the, and the Republicans are doing to this country. You would have called out Barack Obama Absolutely. if he was saying what Donald Absol Trump is. Not, not only would I call him out, I, I, I would do it loudly and every day. Why? Because right is right and wrong is wrong. Damn right straight. is right and wrong is wrong. You can't, our country is being torn apart. There, there, is, there is a spirit in this country that is so foul, I don't even know if America can, I, I don't think we can come back from this. Wow. He doesn't think we can come back from this. He doesn't think we can recover from Trump's America. Yeah, well, I'm not that defeatist. I, I, I'm not either. I, I understand but, where he is, though. Yeah. I do. I get where he is. Well, I, I also uh, believe that he would have called out Barack Obama if Barack Obama was doing the same shit that Trump is doing. I'd However, like to think Barack all of Obama us Obama would. would never do the same shit that Trump is doing because Barack Obama believed and loves this country. Yeah. And, and Donald he, Trump does not. And he's also human. Uh, he was our last human president. <laughs> so, yes. yeah. uh, but um, Joe, what do you think? Can we come back from Trump's America? Yes, yes, we can. I, I <clears throat> at this point in time, yes. Um, I can envision a scenario where we will not be able to. But I don't think we'll reach that. It's going to be a hard fight. <clears throat> well, yeah. for example, if uh, we were to not take over the House and Senate in November, or at least the House, oh, God. if there was no check on him for the last two years of his junta, mm -hmm. <laughs> if, um, if he's able to... Worse yet, if he's able to implement more of his uh, environmental uh, damage, if he's if his Justice Department continues to dismantle civil rights, I think that we might go beyond the point of no return. I just don't think that's going to happen. You know, but Bobber, what do you, what do you say? Uh, uh, can we come back from Trump's America? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we came back from the Civil War. Uh, we came back from uh, the all the un unrest. Uh, we came back from you know in the '60s. We came back from um, the Great Depression. Um, you know what? What usually happens is is after you know, an atrocious leader like this, you know, or, 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 you know, bad situation that Americans realize, okay, we need somebody that can actually pull everyone together and, and get things done that need to get done. And, um, you know, we elect them. Well, I, I think a lot of us probably felt the same way we feel now about the Bush Cheney administration. I'm sorry. Well, I, still love, it, I still love saying Cheney. Cheney. And we got Obama. Yep. Yeah, yeah. But I, we, I would, I would challenge the notion a bit that we ever got over the Civil War. Oh yeah, that never and, happened. And I, you know, I, I really, you know, we're, it's over. But I don't know that we're over it. Yeah. And I hear you. The same. The same for the. 
the Cheen- Bush Cheney years. Mm-hmm. They're over, but we're not over it yet. No, I mean we're still I mean, fighting I mean, the wars. Those, we're still fighting yeah, the wars. Those, and 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 the hatred of Muslims that yeah. Trump so eagerly feeds off. Oh, he latched onto that. Is a is a direct direct uh, result of those twin towers coming down. So, <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. Theo says I'm back again after passing out on my uh, passing out cold on my couch. Woke up with Kenny yelling at me. Wow. So, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. That'll Theo. shake it. All right, Theo. Theo, it's okay. Calm down. I wasn't yelling at you. I was just yelling to yell. So, I, um, I have to say, I really feel like th- these um, the midterm elections. Mm-hmm. Really, are incredibly important. They are, and uh, but we have to look beyond that. I mean, we do. Yeah, they're they're not going to cure it. They're going to no. slow it. They're going to put a band aid on it. They're going to slow it down, but they're not going to cure it. Um, yeah, I, I don't know what will, but uh, that's not going to do it. And what do you, do you- kind of feel like we're back? Back where we were during the Civil War? No, not in the sense no. that I think states are going to start to secede from the Union or anything. No, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the mental and you know just the, the I, overall thought process. I wouldn't say back. I would say we never left it. Okay. I mean, I mean, I, here I'm in Pennsylvania. If, to my best knowledge, and and I majored in history in college. I don't remember Pennsylvania being in the in uh, in the uh, Confederacy. However, I see a lot of Confederate flags around here. Yeah, same here. You know, and I don't remember Ohio being in the Confederacy. So yeah, uh, I don't think we ever left the Civil War. I no. think uh, I think what happened, why Andrew Johnson was impeached and almost convicted, was because we weren't leaving the Civil War. Mm. Yeah. So yeah. it ain't over. Well, I'll and tell you a what. lot of racial animus out there and Oh, so much. Let me tell you. <laughs> let me tell you. Barack Obama all it did was stir it up. Yeah. And and just because that's, of who he that's was. Not a bad no- thing, though, is it? It doesn't have to be. It could be. The, the reason the reason why I asked that is because I'm really happy that we elected Barack Obama. And I knew the fact that, you know, we elected a black man was going to stir shit up big time. Mm-hmm. So I, I kind of feel like, where do we go from here? Well, you know what? I think where, where we go from here is next time we don't use a spoon to stir it up. Next time we use a whisk to make it all <laughs> mix in very well. Get, get the lumps out. Like and, and, and lumpy Hannity. Yeah, I think we have to realize that electing a black president didn't mean we were in a post-racial era. I never believed that. Oh, and no, but, you know, conservatives wanted to tell you that. They wanted to say, oh, right. racism is over. Look, because all of the non-racists elected a, a black guy. But we're still yeah. racist. <laughs> you know, so they try to take credit. Conservatives try to take credit for what liberals did uh, with the uh, the two elections of, of Barack Obama. 
They're like, oh, look, we can't possibly be racist now because all these liberals, libtards. We let them have know. Barack Obama. Yeah, seriously. Oh, there's no more racism because the liberals let us say that we're not racist anymore. And the racists were like, yeah, thanks, libs. Oh, yeah, and we never, we never stopped saying they were racist either, though, Bobber. We, 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 all, it was a, we always were there for a constant reminder. A little friendly nudge. Say, yeah, you know what? You're still racist, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> it's a... Uh... You know, maybe they're born with it. You know, maybe they learned it. I don't know. Yeah, maybe it's Maybelline. So, I don't know. <laughs> maybe it's lies. <laughs> maybe it's lies. Maybe it's, it's lies. <laughs> it's uh, <laughs> oh, wow. I, I haven't played that. Uh, yeah, there you go. Uh, here we go. I, I got it for you. Maybe she's born with it. Maybe it's lies. It's probably lies. Yeah, it's definitely lies. <laughs> Definitely. All right, uh, we don't have time for the Michael Steele clip. I'll save it for Tuesday. Um, but uh, it it was pretty profound because um, we have we have Mad Libs here, everybody. And yeah, we're coming out of some pretty uh, pretty intense. This has been a great discussion tonight on the program. Uh, but now we're going to totally debase ourselves uh, by playing Mad Libs. I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore. This is madness. Don't get mad, get mad libs. Oh, God bless Matt Libs. Okay, here we go. Uh, I need uh, the name of a, a male conservative bobber. Male conservative. Does, does Alex Jones count as a conservative yes, or is he yeah. just a nut job? Well, are you saying that conservatives aren't nut jobs? <laughs> <laughs> so oh, let's go with Alex Jones. Yeah, I don't know if he's smart. I'm not that damn smart. So, uh, <laughs> Joe, a number, please. Twenty-four. All right, Rain, a silly word. Burgle, burgle. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Uh, seriously, you totally introduced me to Orgle Bargle. That's great. Um, that's amazing. Yeah, I, 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 that's one of those things I kept meaning to tell you, and I finally remembered tonight. <laughs> so, uh, b- uh, Bobber, uh, type of, f- uh, wait, yeah, Bobber, type of food. Type of food. Um, hmm. Runny eggs. All right, runny eggs it is, and uh, Joe, part of the body, plural. Um, kidneys. Okay. Those are important. They are. They're very important. Yeah, they're filtration. They're, they're uh, yeah. I knew a guy who didn't have any. Oh, that's rough. He's okay. He's all right. Okay, all right. <laughs> Rain, a part of the body, singular. Uh, singular. God damn it. Vagina. The JJ. Uh, all right. So there we go. Vagina put in. Uh, <laughs> Bobber in adverb. Um, an adverb. Wetly. All right. Uh, you're thinking of a J, is aren't you? 
Uh, so, <laughs> uh, Joe, a verb, please. Um, refused. All right, refuse. Uh, and oh, oh, my music stopped. My music stopped. Where is it? There it is. Okay, here we go. All right, moving right along. We don't have a lot of, lot more to fill out here. I don't think. Um. Rain a number. Number. Yeah. Um. Some digits. Okay, digits. You said no, digits. No, I, I'm going well, yeah. with two. I'm going with two. two. All right. There we go. And um. All right, Bobber. Bobber, an exclamation. Zoinks! Zoinks! It is. Joe? Uh, uh, no, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah. Yeah, Joe. Part of the body. Part of the body. Uh, vein. Okay. And. Rain? Another part of the body. Um. Urethra. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I've probably written that word more times in the last two <laughs> years doing Mad Libs than any other time in my life. Uh, bobber, an adjective. Um, uh, greasy. Ooh, nice. Greasy urethra. That's uh, what I was just thinking. <laughs> my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my All right, so, Joe. A color. A color. Brown. All right. And rain, I need an adverb. Adverb. That's an action word, right? Well, yeah, it's like, uh, no, an adverb is like describing, um, uh, a, a, a verb, like, stinky. he, he, quickly, uh, stinkily? Stinky. Well, it would be stinkily. Okay, let's go with stinkily. Yeah. Stink. I hate that. <laughs> All right, bobber, an article of clothing, plural. Um, an article of clothing. Plural. Uh, jock straps. Oh, I like that. That's good. That should make the. So uh, I almost wrote joke straps. <laughs> 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 it's not a jock strap. It's a joke strap. <laughs> for for Trump, it is. Well, true, true. All right. Uh, uh, let's see. So, uh, Joe, uh, I need another number. We're almost done. I swear. Let's see. 24 is the biggest number, so... It is. 45. Okay, 45. Oh, like cult 45. Yeah. Uh, and uh, Rain, another number. Um, God. Um, 27. Okay. Bobber, a place. A place? Hmm. That's... That's kind of wide open, isn't it? Um, it sure is. Place. Could be proper or, you know, it could be a park or the Washington Monument. 
Uh, restroom. Restroom. <laughs> uh, is Larry Craig in there? <laughs> Wide stance. Tap, tap, tap on the tap. floor if you want. <laughs> All right. And uh, let's see. So, uh, Rain, uh, uh, believe it or not, another number. God damn it. 69. All right. And Joe, uh, I'm sorry. Uh, fuck. I fucked that up. Anyway, Joe, you should have had the number, but you get the, the adverb and then we're done. Portly. Actually, this is an Hello? adjective. Oh, an adjective. No, no. The, uh, it, a, the, portly is an adjective. I need an adverb. Okay. Uh, longingly. 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 From Long, Long Island. I could have said ballsy. <laughs> ballsy. Do you want ballsy? Ballsy. Yeah, ballsy. <laughs> yeah, let's go with ballsy. Ballsy. All right, here we go, everybody. This is from... Um, Unicorns, mermaids, and Mad Libs. <laughs> and they they got all kinds of wrong going on here. Uh, yeah, so uh, uh, you get our chat room really kind of kind of messed things up here. Made it disgusting, profane, as it were. Anyway, uh, uh, here we go. <laughs> Uh, this one is called A Genie's Contract. Be sure to read the conservative print. The individual responsible for believing the lamp is entitled to 45 wishes to be granted to the chamber pot inside. I don't... I think I, I left out a word. <laughs> so, the individual responsible for believing the lamp is entitled to 45 wishes... To be granted to the chamber pot inside. I'm sorry. Limit 27 wishes per master or one turkey burger per day. <laughs> At the genie's discretion, a crack pot may be substituted for a lamp at any time. Offer only a muggy at per... Offer only muggy at participating locations, excluding the restroom. There you go. Official wishes must be limited to 69 characters in order to minimize perfect consequences that may smell due to unnecessary verbosity. Hmm. May not be used to make a person resist in love or combined with any other bullshit or offer. <laughs> uh, the lamp or substituted echolocation must be surrendered after its final wish. Wishing for more Ferengi is, uh, is ballsy prohibited. Anyway. That was a little confusing for me. That was the contract for, you know, a genie and a lamp. Nonsense. Anyway, this this next one from uh, unicorn. I'm sorry. What, what's it called? It's a uh, unicorns, mermaids, and Mad Libs. This is why giants don't sleep. This is a question I often ask. Why don't giants sleep? Here we go. 
Finding a place to sit and jump when you're more than two feet tall is no sweaty task. And lying down is... Uh, and lying down is next to putrid. Zoinks! It would take an area the size of two veins... I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Two vein ball fields for... <laughs> For a giant to stretch out from head to urethra. <laughs> That's why, for a giant, waking up on the greasy side of the bed is all but inevitable. Uh, inevitable. Uh, the cl uh, the closest. I'm sorry. The closest that. M oh, okay. The closest that most blobs get to a comfortable place to screw are bogs where brown mud, blood, and dead syrups form a kind of mattress. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. And even gross. there, and even <laughs> there, they must take care not to sleep too stinkily or else they risk sharding in the mud and drowning. Oh, well, oh, God. oh, God. That's, yeah. Yeah, so, don't shart in the mud. It's already muddy. Sharts are already muddy. Don't do that. That's why you get swamp ass. Uh, and <laughs> you're going to Florida at the end of the month. Don't get swamp ass. Yeah. Um, <laughs> besides, most giants would rather chug red triffid all night then get mud on their jock straps. There you go. That's why giants why giants don't sleep. Alright. Last one. Uh, Cerberus training. And of course Cerberus is the two-headed dog from uh, you know mythology. Here are some here are some tips for training Alex Jones your 24-headed guard shit gibbon. Yeah. And uh, here's rule number one uh, for, for training your uh, Alex Jones shit given. Be consistent. The same foot creams and commands should always apply. Rule number two. Oh. Be concise. Don't say argle bargle several times in a garlic or else he'll call the word out entirely. Three. Three, be generous. Govern him for being right by giving him treats like runny eggs. Yes, one for each of his kidneys. But don't <laughs> o but don't over protest him. Verbal praise and vagina massages can serve as gross reinforcement oh. too. Oh. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Keep your finger out of it. I'm telling you what. I'm not going to comment anymore on vagina massages. Well, that's Other. good. I can. He yeah, needs well. To keep his finger out. Four, be patient. Understand that training him wetly takes time. Don't expect don't expect immediate boom boxes. Take a revolting tone and refuse at him so he knows you're on his gecko. Alright, last one. Five. Lastly, enjoy! Make sure you both have a good time, and he'll be space-forcing out of your hand in no time. Alright. Jesus Christ. 
<laughs> what are these mad libs? Uh, he'll be space forcing out of your hand in no time. Especially oh, after you give him it. a vagina massage. <laughs> I'm telling you. Yep. Gotta be careful these days. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's what go. What just happened? What happened? Mad libs. They're terrible. They're always terrible. You, you people in the <laughs> chat room, you're horrible people. Uh, so anyway, I'm kidding. We love you all. Uh, but yeah, so, uh, go ahead. Uh, let's do parting shots right now. We'll do, uh, alphabetical as we did Mad Libs. Botter, what do you got before we wrap things up? Um, I want to say, um, you know, thanks for having me on the show. It's going to be, uh, probably a month before I'm back on. So, uh. You know, hide everybody in the chat and who's listening. Um, I'll see you on the internet. That's right. And hey, look at that, everybody. We get a month long break from Bobber. How exciting is that? No, I'm just kidding. A month, a month of Bobber, uh, a month with no Bobber bullshit. No, I'm kidding because you're like the the most easygoing of uh, everybody who's ever been on the show. So uh, we will miss you, but we will welcome you back with open arms and penises. No, I'm kidding. Um, so <laughs> nobody wants an open penis, and I should stop saying the word. But no, seriously, you guys have a lot on your plate, and uh, I wish you the best of luck and. Um. Yeah, do what you got to do, and uh, you got a home here on Turn Up Tonight. So, Joe, what's your parting shot? Uh, well, before I get to that, just one quick thing. Argle Bargle, I know where I heard that. Antonin Scalia. Oh. Oh, shit. You're during right. the Doma, during, during, when he wrote his dissenting opinion on Doma, he said there was a lot of Argle Bargle. Well, thanks, Joe. Thanks for taking away my glory. No, I just remembered it because I, I had this image no, of Antonin Scalia and Arkel right. Bartle. I think right I heard that. I think I heard it huh? after. Well, so, no, Joe's right about that, and I forgot about that. But anyway, eh, banana royal. So, banana royal. What's your parting shot, Joe? This is sort of sportsy, but sort of ties into how you began the whole broadcast okay food right yeah yeah okay the arizona cardinals football team Mm -hmm. have now a challenge for their fans this season they are offering a t-shirt not a t-shirt a regular jersey right Mm -hmm. if you could eat one of their gridiron burgers that cost 75 dollars in under one hour how how many how much does it weigh? Now I'm going to put a picture of it right now in the chat. There it is. On, now let me describe this to you. <laughs> this contains five one third pound hamburger patties, five all beef hot dogs, Just two and a half pounds of burger, five bratwursts, Jesus, Christ. twenty slices of American cheese. Eight slices of bacon, eight chicken tenders, 
12 ounces of french fries, lettuce pickle, and tanker sauce on a 10-inch mm. bun. How much cardinal meat is in there? <laughs> I don't know, but if no one has done this yet. But if you do, they will put you on the wall of fame and on the big, uh, you know, the big screen. They'll put your and, picture. And probably on the stretcher. <laughs> well, I don't know. In the picture I posted, they don't have the medical, st- the, the medicated stint. <laughs> but I wouldn't eat that thing. But they'll you put know you on what? the wall. And all I got was his lousy T-shirt. So, yeah. <laughs> well, how could you only give twelve ounces of fries with a burger with that? Size? Tim Coramolsa says that looks disgusting, Joe. <laughs> it does. But if, if you go to the Arizona Cardinal Stadium this year, you can buy that for the low, low price of seventy-five dollars. And if you eat it under one hour, in under one hour, you will get a free jersey. <laughs> and, oh well. Oh my God! <laughs> you know the rail, the rail riders and that's had something. One to grow on. The diet. The the local rail riders, the, the AAA Yankees, uh, had one last year that my my uh, the friend next to me ate. <laughs> it was just it was a, a one pound hamburger with lettuce, tomato, bacon, cheese. But instead of a bun, it had two glazed donuts. That oh that fucking thing is like basically what that would do is that would put me in a gout flare up for the rest of my fucking natural life. No <laughs> medicine, <would> no <laughs> medicine would bring me back from that. Yeah, but my friend ate it. He did eat that. Wow. He didn't. You stay know what? The rest of the game, though. He he spent a lot of time in the men's room. I'll tell you what, I probably I bet he was camped out in there quite a bit because that thing is intense. <laughs> <laughs> and there it is. And that's one to end the show on. <laughs> there you go. All right, but Rain gets the final parting shot before we, we go. What do you I, got, I Rain? I, I, I swear to God, at this point, I got nothing. I got nothing. It was... For- it was a pretty good show. Lying beside you here in the dark, feeling your heart close. That's all I got. I got bad karaoke. God damn it! Here I am with open arms. Something like that. My, I prefer wheel in the sky keeps on turning. You're so sincere. I don't know where I'll be tomorrow. (laughs) (laughs) I prefer wheel in the sky myself. I have one. Tap three times on the toilet if you want me. Oh, yeah. you know, wait. I didn't tell you Once on the pipe, if the answer is no. Yeah, Bob, there it is. Bob, are you here? Bob. I'm here. Bob. Probably you doesn't want to be. Did we not listen to that song tonight? Uh, did we? Yeah, we did. God damn it, Bob. Back me up on this. We are uh, not- yeah, 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 we did. Oh, I remember too. I wasn't there, but totally I remember. <laughs> oh yeah. We also heard "Spare Change" by the Beggars. <laughs> so, 
anyway, we we got to wrap things up. I got to yeah. do the music show. Susan has to go to bed because she's doing Dragon Boat, the the big festival tomorrow. She's not paddling, but she's uh she's kind of coaching and supporting tomorrow. So, um, but uh, and yeah, and I got to get cracking on that fried chicken chili. Everybody, it's gonna be exciting. Yeah. So Just don't eat one of those burgers. Uh, no, no shit. Softly uh, you whisper. all right good night everybody we'll see everybody uh next tuesday on the program hopefully the phone lines will be fixed be sure to check out mike check radio tomorrow for a very special presentation pre-taped but it's still fun bye-bye night that's it over and out rock and roll god bless america time for go to bed i'm finished goodbye We now conclude broadcast activities. On behalf of the management and staff, we wish you a pleasant good night. Thank you! Good night, Lawrence! (laughs) That's it! (laughs) I like their little burgers.